That's Heather. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Welcome to Highly Spiritual. This is our 11th episode. <gasps> Ooh. I know. It's number 11. 11's an important number. 11's a good number. Is it? I, I, for us it is. Because our, um, you know, uh, the twin flame thing is like 11-11, right? That's right, yeah. And like we, uh, you know, when we were first falling in love, we're all like, we're twin flames. And our... Um, <laughs> Which I do think that I'm not even gonna shit on it. I I don't know why you would. I know I got because I know that second. it sounds very cheesy. Wait, yeah. How long have you guys been in love? For like almost two years. Yeah. Yeah. Were you gonna say lifetimes? Yeah. Yeah. Two two lifetimes ago. I mean, just two lifetimes years ago. Two lifetimes ago. I mean, that is oh many lifetimes ago actually. Yeah, but it's it's all I can say is God. I feel like I sound so weird. Um, <laughs> You can clear your throat. Yeah. Thanks. Um, the what we're I'm I'm smoking Heather Strain today. Um, Reckless Rainbow. Um, big shout out to Jelly is the brand. This shit's really like everybody who's taken a hit of it since I got it a few days ago is like it's jetty, oh wow I think. it's is what it Jetty Jetty yeah it's Jetty Jetty oh yeah. yeah not Jelly and we're not oh, getting je- paid to say this by no the way. but it's it's FYI. it's fantastic though if you were getting paid you guys would have known it was Jetty right off the top I know <laughs> maybe <laughs> not I had true. a like I've had a do that like uh so yeah I'm not even gonna go down that road but yes 11 is important but 11 yeah so it's um the twin flame thing and our name <laughs> Heather yeah is when you add up the letters from the alphabet all together, it adds up to 65, and 6 and 5 is 11. So Heather Heather would be 11-11. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, we like... Is. I haven't even smoked anything. I'm already <laughs> on another level with that. That is incredible. So, yeah. Um, but you... So uh, to our guest, this this beautiful voice that we have, you have a very nice voice. So like, Thank as you. I said it, yeah. I've always felt like it's like kind of a nerdy... I don't know what it is. Something... I, I've always felt like my voice, even though I've done podcasts and stuff for years and... I do comedy and I have to watch my clips when I hear myself. I never, I've never thought highly of it, but I don't know if that's like a self-conscious thing, but thank you. Totally. This I think we everything. all hear our voice very differently because we're so used to it in our head that when we hear it outside, it's like automatically wrong. Right. And I talk very fast. And so when I, and I'll, I'll even cut myself off mid conversation. <laughs> like, and I don't, uh, so I also think that that's like part of it where I'm like, I don't even know if I, anyone has time to take in my voice in that sense. Like I'm just, it's just an information box. You know? <laughs> totally. Well, I like it. It's a good, it's a good tone. It's a good, it sounds nice. Thank it sounds you. very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's Eli Oz- Olsberg. Hello. Hello. Hi, Heather. Welcome. Thank you so welcome, much for having welcome, me. Welcome. Thank I'm you. I, yeah. I'm so happy to have you. You're, um, I don't know you very well, but we finally like did a show recently. It'd been like a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very long time. Like, like many years. <laughs> what's, what's funny is you had commented on something, I think just like a week before that on my social media. I don't know if you remember this. The picture I posted of my grandfather that looks like me. Oh, yes. That's yeah. like a dead ringer. Literally, yes. it was like him in World War II, yes. but it just looks like me doing cosplay. Yes. It's crazy. Wow. That I just got a hold of. Yes. And then I saw you and I was like, oh, Heather, I haven't, I just heard from her. So it felt like, even though I hadn't seen you in a long time, 
like it was just like yesterday. Totally. It was because it was just yesterday because that you commented. You, yeah. So social media does have its benefits, even though it's mostly kind yeah. of a wasteland. Yeah, totally. But that's exactly it. Most It's mostly, I guess that's everything, isn't it? That's we found life. an oasis. It's kind yeah, of a wasteland. It's true. <laughs> that's very Los Angeles in a nutshell, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in a nutshell. Yeah. Really. And I told you at that show that we did, I was like, I immediately, the first thing that I told you was like I listened to your podcast because you guys had Jessica Lignato on. Uh-huh. Yes. yes, huge fan. Yes, huge fan. My therapist is also a huge fan. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh I yay. love that. Big Jessica, boy here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and she and she was like, I mean, she's the real deal. Like, if anybody get yes. on social media, she glanced at uh, and also listened to highly spiritual episode two. Yeah, but. <laughs> It, it's, a, it's a long one. Just yeah, let me it is. do a great ad for you guys because podcasts can be very yeah. long, but it is completely worth it. Oh, cool. You guys Thank totally. You. Thank you. Yeah, that's because oftentimes <clears throat> when you see a runtime on a podcast, that can deter you in the same totally. way that it can deter long movies for people. Yeah. But no, for totally sure. Listen to it. And what's so crazy, A, is that I was just texting with her today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Jessica's not somebody that I text with on the reg. Right. Um, and B, there's a lot of talk about there's so much shit out there. Mm-hmm. In, in terms As, of like astrology, you mean? In terms just, of like astrology, in terms of all of that shit that... <clears throat> stuff, uh, stuff, yeah, it gets well, pushed think, out super fast. And, and not only that, I think that it's like really important for people to like do their due diligence if this is something that like they're interested in. And I think like now, especially when nobody knows what's going on, you know, and everybody has that thing where it's like, Oh my God, maybe my horoscope says something. How am I going to prepare for these like planetary shifts? It like it, it, it brings solace. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I think also right now we're, if for anyone who is into astrology, who is into astrology that's listening, we're in a current like minefield because like a bunch of planets, uh, like everything is retrograde. Yeah. yeah. Mercury like, retrograde is going to be next week. Yes, for Mercury, but it's already like four other planets. Yes, I know. Fucking Jupiter. And yeah. I have Jupiter and fucking Scorpio. And I'm me, like, goddamn son of a bitch. Too. My Jupiter's, Jupiter's also in Scorpio. Scorpio. What is your... What, so, so, okay, go ahead. Well, we, there, I mean, there's so much we need to cover because I love... I love astrology, too. And so when you yes. said so this, it was like, oh my gosh, we had like a practicing astrologer, but let's just talk like astrology with the fucking... Eli Olsberg, I was going to say Joe Schmo, and then I'm like, no, because we don't have Joe. There's no such thing as a Joe Schmo in the LA right. comedy scene. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know what you yeah. mean. And well, I also think as, and I, I think, I don't remember if I did the bit that night. I've started working on like putting astrology into my stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but it's a thing that I feel like it's already just starting a bit about that can yeah. get you written off very quickly. Yes. And I, you have to address that as part of it. And I think I started talking about it there, but it's even harder as a guy. Mm-hmm. That's like, I mean, this is a privileged problem, I think, but like, as a, I, like it's very, I, I rarely talk to any of my guy friends about astrology. Most of the time they look at me like I'm insane. Yeah. Or, or just the, it's dismissive. But that, but that I think goes to a lot though, right? Where 
I'm reading right now a book called The Field, Mm -hmm. which has everything to do with quantum physics and energy and whatnot. And which which I, I feel like I just have to say, like, before I read the first spiritual book I read, I'd gone with Heather to um, what is it? The last bookstore. The downtown? Yeah. Yes, I was about to say the Strand, and then I got so sad. I missed the Strand in New York. Oh, I love the Strand, yeah, in New York. There's, it's Strand in New York, Powell's in Portland, and I guess last bookstore last in downtown bookstore LA. Last bookstore in downtown LA. Yeah. yeah. And so I, uh, we, we had gone there together, and we were looking in, you know, I followed Heather up toward the spiritual section, and she was looking toward a whole bunch of books. And at the time, I hadn't delved down into this world all I'd known was my horoscope. All I'd known was, oh, you know, like your sun a, sign, you mean? Yeah. And just a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of, um, no, cause I did like go through the whole book, you know, like the only astrology book you'll ever, like I did yeah, do that. Book. It is a great book. It helps so, a lot of people. It's classic. It's, good. it's just a classic book. Yeah, it is. And so it like got me, um, like, so I was fairly interested in astrology, but nothing else. And, and that felt like I knew the science behind that, right. that you could measure. There was math. So I saw this book, the field and within the spiritual section Mm -hmm. and was like, okay, like I will buy this, like, because this has the scientific aspect because I was so, I was just very pro science. And then when I read my first like spiritual book, which I am not going to mention because I feel like I mentioned too much already on this (laughs) fucking podcast, but, um, it made me see the more invisible feeling sense outside of just the mathematics too. Right. But so for people who are into science, this is like a very scientific style book. So yeah, ahead. but it's a little, it can be very dense in moments, but also I think that can sometimes be helpful yeah, in terms just, of groundedness. Was, well, with, the, with those kinds of things, I think it takes either you have to read it more than once or, yeah. or you have to, find another version of it yeah. to clarify that version. Not like Cliff's notes, but I mean, it's just to help you better be, understand it when you read yeah. something in a different way, then it's like you now have the relationship to the other book. So you can, which could be, which contrast. is kind of the flip side to astrology is you really got to kind of, uh, it's kind of like, it is like picking a therapist or picking anything yeah. that you're, you need to find the person that you most like find what that they're speaking to yeah yeah it is they speak your language yeah yeah and, and that's why also like i love shawnee mm-hmm. oh that's my second favorite uh-huh. like shawnee nicholas well let's not i don't want to say i have them ranked they're very I just, different Jessica's, well, yeah they are very different but i like both of them for that reason it's, yeah it's like a good <clears throat> it's like good um they're not even oppositions they're just like really they both um if i read one and then i read the other because like um, Chani puts stuff about like very po- very political, big macro, big macro yes, stuff. But, yeah, and she also is like read your rising and your yeah and your sun right and, she and does that it, yeah and sorry she, oh no it's okay and she does it like according to that and then Jessica has this weekly like very I, every time I read her her weekly horoscope I'm like yep this absolutely 100 percent applies to me yes I love it yes. and I'm gonna you know do my best to well and she also like has these great she articulates things in a way that like you can remember it very easily, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, a, it's not, you know, the, the, when you read like an inspirational quote or something online, it's very easy to dismiss it because you're like, well, this just came out of a, out of an assembly line. Whereas she's like, really, yes, she put this very thoughtful way of interpreting it. And, and it's, yeah. it's, it's the same amount of words, same amount of sentences and that, but you still, um, it still sticks with you. Yeah. And that's the, you know, I think that they're both in incredibly, incredibly gifted beings. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that 
just like with anything, you know, like that's not the only book I'm reading. I'm also reading like a book on the tablets of light, you know, and uh, I'm also reading like Maya Angelou's autobiography. So the ability to tap into the energy of what somebody is saying and being able to have it resonate and that it's not like this is the only thing. Right. Right. And you know, my, what's interesting too, is that I also, I went through a phase where I kind of like this to me, it's like an exciting thing to take on. And this is how I know, uh, like when people question it or like, how can you, believe it i i was just talking about this with an, an on another podcast about about astrology I mean, i'm getting around guys i, <laughs> I love that we, we talked about like basically i am my chart when we yeah. went over my birth chart they, mm-hmm. I, there was not one aspect of it that i even questioned and um that or it seemed like dubious or i was like this isn't th- th- this might be wrong um I, I feel very connected to that part of it and um I had for a while, I would say for most of my 20s, I just never went beyond like kind of what you were talking about, like 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 almost like pop astrology where it's mm-hmm. just like sun sign stuff. Yeah. And then I found out that my, well, I already knew this from way early on, but my mom's always really been into astrology. She does like I Ching too. She's also into a lot of the Eastern stuff as well. Yeah. And I asked her the last, uh, a few trips ago when I went back to see her, I was like, did you do, um, did you ever do my birth chart? And she's like, yeah, I did it when you were born. Oh, wow. They, she has it and we, she just found it. So the next time I go home, I'm going to listen to it. She did it on cassette. <gasps> oh my gosh, astrology. that's so wow. cool. Yeah. And I'm curious to see, because my mom's from Argentina, so I'm curious to see if it's going to be in English or Spanish. Cool. She doesn't actually remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's like, so she's always, um, so when I, when I came to her, when I was looking up my birth chart and like what yeah. the current, things mean for like what everything means for me in terms of the planetary placements and everything there's a there's a portion i don't remember what um what aspect this was in but it was like this is going to be the time where you start studying things in the occult or related to astrology or any, anything along those lines and i was like <clears throat> this literally is the time period yeah it wow. is that time period for yeah that. yeah and that wow that's so so aid when is your birthday february 17th Oh, my chart is okay. Aqua, Sun, and Moon, <gasps> and Gemini rising. <clears throat> so that is that is all air in that house. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy just because the Aqua is both Sun and Moon. Yeah. You know, when, whenever people, whenever I've talked to people who are a little more <laughs> about it, they're like, "So what's your Sun?" I'm like, "Aquarius." I'm like, "Moon, Aquarius," and then Gemini, which is also like the. Which is also why I'm more interested in it now in terms of like, because when people look at compatibility, they just look at sun signs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the mistake. Totally. Because it's like, well, what about the other, what about everything else? Venus and Mars, yep. especially. Yeah, which mine are in, um, I always confuse them because I have two in Aquarius and two in, I have a lot of Aquarius in my chart. I have like two of my planets are also in Aquarius. So you're like, does that make you feel so connected to your sign? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah, I, I, there's, it's, it it also makes me feel it like I feel like because of that I don't have the the art form that I have to master as middle grounds. Cause, okay. Because I feel like for me it's really like one of the things Aquarius is you know is always talk about is like the aloofness that there's like a detachment. And yeah. I, I don't think that's entirely true. I mean, there there it depends on 
what the investment is like the investment level but for me it's also a thing where there's also very because it's also a humanitarian yeah that's like also what aquarius is known for mm-hmm. so i that, so funny because i mean my ex-wife was very detached and was a social worker yeah that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, totally i mean she was very aquarius and i mean i think that's not like in terms of i, I wouldn't call comedy a social worker but i would say it's social work in sure. terms of you know so yeah. there is like a socialization aspect to it yeah. that i really but, like yeah doing. and and just even like in not even just even thinking of it as like social work but like you'd said um you know humanitarian like like it's literally sharing the human experience and yes. healing the human experience and that's what comedy is healing and feeling yeah like i know it's it, yeah it, it's, it's crazy your catharsis though you get to help other people yes you know and and this is also like and this is an interesting time for me to do like especially talking about it because this is apparently the period of like readjustments and mm-hmm. rebirth mm-hmm. i mean across the board everything that i've read like it, it, and when i was still trying to find which, who i wanted to read like which astrologers i wanted to follow uh, even the ones I, I didn't really connect with too much still had those same concepts of like saying, well, yeah. this is a rebirth period. And then I did that aura photography. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That is I've so heard about that. Strange. That's so weird. I literally heard about it for the first time. Oh, just recently. Like so recently. If like you just type aura on Instagram. Oh boy, you'll have a real field day. I yeah. just read about that for the first time yesterday. But remember, I, sh- I read know that I tweet rem- to you. Do yes, you I do. And it was literally a tweet of like on my first day in LA. It was a co- comic tweeted a story about first day in LA. I did the X, Y, and Z. You know, been here ten years, and I just da 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 da. And one was getting an aura photo taken yeah, yeah. Those, i mean those are kind of even if they've been around for a while i think they're relatively new like in they're catching of, on yeah because um yeah i did it a few months ago and it was the same thing with that one he goes when he when he did the reading well i guess for everyone listening who doesn't know there is a um you go into this room um and they have different names in different cities the, the one i did was halo or graphic okay. um and they're in downtown mm-hmm. la and um you go into this room you sit in front of the and it's shot with film um you sit and put this uh, device on your lap where you put your the palms uh, your palms on the device mm-hmm. and it it like picks up your energy like like i guess through an electrical i, I forget the actual sci- there is a scientific element to that it's not just a thing where it's like it's picking up your vibes yeah yeah but it it they, they you look at the camera and he takes the picture and then it comes out with your aura which is like different colors mm-hmm. and what the colors represent yeah and i'm really excited to do I, my goal is to do it a year from the time i did it to see oh, I love that. how different it is yeah. because oh, I love when, that. when he did the reading he was like the first thing he said he was like all right this orange like right above your head that's that's rebirth mm. and i was like oh boy is it i must be going through that too i want to get this done yeah, it, it's so Share, who did you do you are you comfortable saying who you went to see yeah, yeah, it was the, the um, Halo Aura graphic. Halo Aura, oh, you yeah, yeah. Or okay. if you go, it's like Halo Aura on Twitter or okay. Instagram. And what they do is they'll post on Instagram when because they sell out fast. Like yeah. you have to follow them, and on their stories they'll post it's up yeah. now. Within half a day, it's usually. I mean, I it went on sale, and I think fifteen minutes after me getting it, I already had to buy like later in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and then I had some, they also had someone there doing. Um, portraits and mm-hmm. like drawing and oh, I had wow. someone do that and cool it was, it was like very fun yeah oh I love that oh yeah. I'm totally wow. doing that so it's h- that. highly recommended 
Yeah. So you go, you get your photo taken, and then somebody examines the photo. The person who takes the photo does, yeah. a, does a reading. Okay, wow. And okay. Yeah, it's all very, it's all done pretty quickly, but it's not like, it's not like, it's not assembly line. It's still yeah. pretty, like, because they give you a, they give you the picture. Yeah. They give you a card that explains what every color means. Yeah. And and specifically, if it's on your left side or your right side, that's what he does the breakdown of, like, what you know, what it tends to mean if it's like based on where it's located kind of. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of it was, is very similar to astrology in that sense where it was very like reading, like what's the, you know, creative side. If you're like yeah. left brain or yeah. right brain and that kind of stuff. So it's not all, um, it's not all like probably new information, but the way yeah. you're receiving it, I think is what's, what's cool about it. Because I, I think no one's pictures look the same. Everyone's are, you know, the colors are put in different yeah. places. So like, yeah. you know, I, I saw a lot of them that had this like blue or purple, almost like lavender flow to it. And I was expecting that. And I got like fire, like red, orange, wow. tan. Um, and it was very like, it was almost like it felt like in, like intense, almost like a like radiant. And do you have a lot of fire in your chart? No, a lot. Of, I'm I'm a lot of air. I can actually. Yeah. I, I don't. I I always forget. I start to mix them up because the Aries and Aquarius crosses over. Yeah. But I did put my chart on my phone so we can. If you guys want to break yeah, down, yeah, the planet, yeah, I, I, I downloaded. Sure. I downloaded CoStar, Co-Star after. That's what I have. Yeah, yeah. Because you told me about it. Yeah, it's you a were great... like, do you have CoStar? And I was like, no. And you're like, yeah, you carry, you yeah. get to carry around your chart on your Can phone. I, I also just want to say it's insane to me that there is not has not been a dating app developed based on astrology. I think there is gonna be. I there, think there I just saw an be. ad. Yeah. Well, oh, and you... oh, oh, do you know what it was? Not an ad, but there there probably will be that soon. I was driving down um, La Brea and I saw this you know psychics thing that's been there for forever that has astrology in it. And it said like astrology, and then it said like soulmate, like. Um, oh, I wonder if that was like an ad for something. somebody, like, like helping them to like help find your soulmate through yes, the readings. Yes, exactly. Of, like, oh, you know, yeah, like gotcha. to... So that made me think like there is that, but there's not. But that's what I saw. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, my Jupiter, my Saturn is in Scorpio. I'm sorry, my Ju- okay. my Jupiter's in Aquarius. Okay, gotcha. So it's my Jupiter and Mercury that are in Aquarius. Okay, and then my Venus and Mars are both in Aries. Okay, ooh, yeah, interesting. That's and then Saturn's in Scorpio. Uranus is Sagittarius. Neptune in Capricorn and Pluto is in Scorpio. I have those too. I have Neptune. I have Pluto in Scorpio Which, and Neptune in Capricorn. That's the yeah. Pluto is one of my, I believe, one of my dominants. I just had found out this that like hmm. Pluto is a big one for me. And then I, I did like when I did um, the other podcast, they did like a breakdown on like my nodes as well, yeah. and like um, and then I I also looked up some stuff in regards to like my Juno and my Midheaven because I think that's those are. For anyone not listening, Google those terms because they're yeah. like very. It's it's kind of like it's also a thing that I think once you go over the planets and the sun rising, all that, then you can start getting into those specifics. Yeah, the thing that always fucks me up is it took me so long because when you're dealing with transits or progressions. Mm-hmm. I want to know how that specific planet is affecting me in that specific house. And so how then do you figure out what the fuck that is? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, it's so there's, um, that takes a lot of like, cause I'm, I'm still doing it now and and it's not something you can like, 
casually browse. Yeah. You have to really sit and like, I, I, I I'll do it when I know I have downtime because yeah. the problem is it also turns into a rabbit hole. Yes. It's, it's, I'm talking like Wikipedia level rabbit holes or yeah. links within links, but like basically what you have to do is have your chart on file, not even yeah. the breakdown from CoStar, but like one of the ones you do yeah. on like astro.com or something yeah. where it gives you the picture. Yeah. And then you Google it from there because then they'll tell you, okay, read, it'll tell you kind of how to read it. Yeah, for sure. And I guess for me, it's just the understanding of, okay, so if I have, I'm like, what do I have Mars in? Um, Because I know that Mars is retrograde right now. It is. Mars is retrograde. Yeah. So I have Mars in Capricorn. Ooh. I have Mars in Capricorn. And depending on whether you're reading it via whole signs versus traditional and there's many different traditions. I'm going to say it wrong. Placidius. I, you know what? I've never heard it out loud, but that sounds right. I mean, okay. I know what you're talking Let's about. Let's pretend it's right. Yeah. So it, Mars is either in my 12th house or my first house, mm. depending on the housing system that you use. Do, if you, um, so yeah, so if you, I mean, I know on astro.com where you can make your chart, it does a breakdown. Yeah. It'll tell you what house No, for in. sure. So and, like, yeah, if I if pulled up mine there too. Oh, Ooh, from Astro? Is that where you pull yeah. it up? Yeah. I, I don't... Oh, sorry. Actually, fit. No, it's okay. But, oops. It's okay. No worries. Oh, okay. Um, but for me, it's always then, okay, well then, if Mars is retrograde in Aquarius, mm-hmm. okay, well then, if I have... Am I looking to Mars then in Aquarius? Or am I sticking with the placement that it's in? That's yeah, it's hard. That's the part I'm still figuring out too yeah. is, is how to interpret it in terms of like cuz part of it's like you you basically want to know what your programming is, yes. right? And then the other part is what's happening now. Yeah, that's going to, to affect. Keep, right. Yeah. And so that's the part that's still hard for me to parse out as well. Yeah. I, I wish I had an answer cuz it's like Wait, yeah. but I I feel like isn't it just I'm confused with I'm I'm lost on the question. If Mars, what are you looking at that you're, are you talking about your, like, if you want to look up your, like, where the planets are today. Like, where the planets are today and mm-hmm. then how they're affecting me specifically. Yes. Right. Because, like. But, if, but where they're at today and how it's affecting you specifically, mm-hmm. like, it's where they're at today. What would, what would if they're in retrograde have to do with? Wherever it's at, if it's in retrograde, it's wherever it's at. Well, because there's there's astrology. Like, well, I know with with um, when like so let's say Jessica Lignato does, you know, yeah. she has her weekly podcast and she talks about it in general terms. So that's kind of how it affects everybody. But then on top mm. of that, there's kind there's you're born at a certain time, and this means your planets are in certain houses, and when they're moving a certain way, it it's going to affect everybody on a general level, but then there's still the specificity of it, I think is what it is. Like, like it's almost like, but that being said, like, isn't that, wouldn't that not be true though, for this reason? Like if, well, there's always going to be the specificity, but I guess what I mean is if a planet's in retrograde when you're born, right? All you know, when you're born is where the planet is not, you, you don't go like, Oh, that one's in retrograde. It's just like in relationship to where the planets are at at your time of birth. Well, when something goes like retrograde versus direct, and with that, with those, that there's still I think I still think that 
because if you're born and 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 something like let's say you're born while Mercury's goes retrograde, mm-hmm. um, there's when it when it happens again, that's supposed to be. I think those are the only people that are affected from it positively, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Is that like for most people, it's a time of like miscommunication, misunderstanding, going gotcha. over the fine print three times. Gotcha. I believe if you're but for born people in who that, are born, born during a retrograde, born during retrograde, they're fine because they already. Well, it's almost like a time that they can. I think they can shine, and I am speaking a little out of like memory here, but I, th- I believe that's what it is. Uh, I want to look up. Oh, I want to. Okay, I got to look up what if anything was in retrograde when I was born, because part of me is like, because I'm Capricorn. I'm like all Cap is like as as you are Aquarius, right? Oh, um, yeah. So, so you're you were born around the holidays or December thirty first. Oh, last man. day of the year. That's that's something. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like the day I feel like my year starts the day before everybody else's. Yes. And, but that being said, it's also kind of a gift that they start back to back. It's almost like a collective. It, it is a collective newness. Yes. Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. Like there's more of a measure of on a macro scale, everybody's feeling like it's t- a time of end and a time of beginning. So let me and ask I you, personally am too. Yeah. Let me ask, is the two months leading up to your birthday and that time, is it like a chaotic time on top of that? Like with the holidays, like is there, have you ever noticed any kind of tr- anything specific leading up to that time? As it's, It feels really magical. It feels, I have a really good last couple of, I mean, I've I've always enjoyed the holidays. Mm-hmm. I've had good associations with the holidays, but even being said like I've made peace with the fact by that point that I'm going to be another year older and I'm I'm literally going through the celebration of the death of it all. It feels like mm. Ooh, that is yeah. that's evolved because <laughs> a lot of people I feel like a lot of people particularly with their birthday coming up, that's usually when things are supposed to be I think mo- more, most chaotic. Mm. Like those are the times I think because that's the time everything's being reassessed and re and I guess for like a Capricorn the like it like that's the thing is I feel like it's like I and I feel like maybe this is a Capricorn thing though because we're so business focused mm-hmm. yeah. that it's like whereas instead <laughs> of like thinking that everything's being assessed it's more like. Like, like I like Mondays. You know what I mean? Like I'm the oh, sick yeah. fuck that okay. likes Mondays. Right, right. Well, you like climbing up that mountain. I do, and you I you got like, shit to do. I, yeah. So is the so so for you? It's about the process. It's about knowing that there's a fresh start coming. Yeah. Wow. And it's, there's a collective one, and it's okay. Like that's right. yeah, and it feels really good. That's interesting. It's the op for me. I feel like leading up to my birthday is. It's always interesting, like, because mine's February, mid-February. Uh-huh. So the new year happens. And I, I personally like that time because there's almost this, I don't know, there's kind of like, J- January is almost like school school starting over. Yeah. You know, and so there's almost this feeling of like, there's no, there's nothing on the board because it's just, it's January. And, well, nothing, and people change know. over the holidays. Things they happen do. over yeah, the holidays. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and, come back to work, it is like going back to school after the holidays. And I don't come back with resolve in that way. I don't come back with resolve until my birthday. Mm. And then I feel like when my when my birthday hits, that's when every it's interesting, like probably a few weeks before my birthday hits, things feel very like, Oh, I feel kind of similar to you where I'm like, all right, here's, it's a new year coming, new me. And then right before my birthday, it always feels a little hectic. Like things kind of are chaotic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like whatever I have, it. this is my biggest problem is expectations. Mm-hmm. Oh, it always, that's a yeah. big one for me. Okay. And, um, especially learning from that in astrology was, how much like 
expectations, especially in dealing with others, can mm-hmm. be real tough business for me. And always that week before my my birthday, I feel like my expectations are upended. Mm-hmm. And then after that, everything kind of levels out. And and then I can, it's time to like go with the new. Cool, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure where I was going. Where was I going with that? I feel like I had more of a point to it. Oh, but well, because you- I, I asked the question about the Capricorn thing. Oh, that's right. So and, and it was like, well, I... Because you were just, I mean, you were just describing like, yeah, like how you felt at certain times and. Yeah. And I also feel like it's, uh, and you have a lot of Capricorn in your chart. Yes. Wait, what, um, Heather, what's your sun moon? Scorpio sun, Capricorn rising, Virgo moon. It's not a good time for Scorpios on Twitter and Instagram. I feel like, I feel like they get dragged a lot in meme culture. (laughs) They do Do get dragged in meme. I think they're just easy punchlines. They're fun. They're a fun, they're a fun caricature. though. I don't really mind. Spoken like a true I'm Scorpio. He's <laughs> like, oh, you're being such a Scorpio right now. <laughs> she's a, she's but textbook. But that's the thing, right? Where it's like, okay. Like, and yeah. and I still also, because we haven't even, there's also verdict astrology. Is that the one with like side reel and yes? Yeah, so ooh, then, like that's a lot. Then all of a sudden, I'm a Libra. So my side reel actually is still in Aquarius. Yeah, I I, I, I guess I lucked out there, but I I feel like a lot of that I, I haven't even begun to go there because I know, and that's it's and that's the thing where it's and that's the thing I don't think we'll ever necessarily feel that relationship to it for this reason. If the second we're born. The first thing that we have is the recognition of self and relationship to the world. And we pick up on the energies of where the planets are, like mm-hmm. in the moment of fucking birth. Yeah. Um, then as we've developed over time, we are following the planets in relationship to that measurement that then has um, that everybody has written about and everybody has formed right. patterns about. Right. And so like via astrology studies, um, throughout the, throughout time, throughout mm-hmm. space, whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. And so like <laughs> throughout the universe, <laughs> throughout the universe. And so like, we've already formed such a relationship to that system that it, oh no. Are you okay? Mm. Sorry, my little tag along got a little hurt today. I think she has a slip disc um, that she got years ago, and she's okay generally. But when she goes a little hard, sometimes like she has days where her her spine hurts, oh. acts up. Anyway, um, no, that was an aside that ha- that must happen. Yes, yeah. because we all were pausing because yeah. she like made the yeah. sweetest little yelp sound. Yeah, um, and Tagalong normally has. I mean, you guys know if you've been listening, she likes to chime in. She's yeah, yeah. she's lively. She's, she's a part of that. She's normally so lively. We had a moment that she had to address. Yes, yes, That's, but yeah. uh, but all is well. Um, but anyway, so yeah, like, so I feel like it's we're never going to have the relationship to it where it's going to feel, it's always going to feel, and I guess ultimately that's stepping outside your comfort zone, right? Like we'd probably learn so much more about self, but it Mm. feels like there's so much to learn in this direction. I'd rather just like see, but that's, but that's the thing too though. Right. Because I can also say like, I, I fully embody the Libra traits of justice. Sure. You know, and 
Are you also a cusp or anything? N- my chart is literally eight, like a little bit in eight, but mostly 10, 11, 12, one. Mm, okay. Cause well, Just the, that. The, the only, the thing about side rail and those things are, they're also working on their own timetable kind yeah. of, you know, it's, I, I, I'm not saying that they're rejecting time as a concept, but it's kind they're, you know, they're like, well, the calendars are a little off. And this is actually what it, so you, you kind of have to it's not that you have to yeah. buy into it. It's just it's it's a lot because you've spent all this time doing. No, this, for sure. That, and that but that's also like very interesting, too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when you think of if one individual, but we all do that all the time. Um, but with like the calendar. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, but literally just in the sense of like when a day can go by so slowly. Mm-hmm. versus when a day goes by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, so just in terms of the concept of time, recorded time that became it's the basis so, for... Yes, I know. That's which true. is Linear which is, yeah, thinking. Yeah, like when something... It's true, like when the actual measurement, what, yeah. sunvert going uh. down and up, because like that's the thing. Like you look at like... And you know, And you know California is trying to like get rid of, I believe, daylight savings time. There's like a, a ballot measure, I think, mm. that's coming in November. How fucking crazy is that going to be? Yeah, well, they because, did that in like but some what, places. What do you think? This is a gutsify. It's so, it's so fucking, I'm going to use a term and word, like it, but it is, it is fucking bananas. What? No, just thinking of, um, why do you think that would, like, what do you think would come of it? I think that it could, potentially be amazing i'm not you know i'm not the type of person to say that it's good or bad i i just think it's bananas because like you do because i I think it's um i think that what's crazy about it is that it's because there is i believe one time zone that doesn't do it right arizona doesn't do it correct there yeah so state so uh it's it's just an interesting thing because you have the like I also associate, this is the thing for me, for, the only thing that would probably be a bit disruptive is yeah. I'm not sure what, what, which way they would do it. Like, would they go with the winter time or the summer? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm guessing they would probably go with summer more, like, like light later. They're, yeah, they're going to try to keep it light later. So, yeah. okay. So, I mean, to me, I actually, there's like a comfort in December for it to get dark at five o'clock for me. Yeah, I yeah. Like for sure. I like that a lot. I, I completely yeah. agree. So that, I mean, that being said it's still going to get dark earlier in December. Um, but, you know, it's still going to get dark yeah. like early. It's not going to change it that much. It'll get dark at six and stuff. Yeah, you know? right. But, but still, I, I, I don't know. I'm just like... It, but then you also think, but you think of this, right? Like when you have less opportunity for light mm-hmm. and how do you measure that over days, weeks, months yeah. and going into the... Like, yes, where the sunshine, like, whatever, like, it's right. always so fucking sunny and here. I hate at, it. But where you're at, though, like, <laughs> I it, can't on stand planet it. Earth, though, makes, like, such a difference. Like, how, like, you know, if you're close to the North Pole, like, you know, in the summer, it's it's sunny almost the entire day. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, it's dark yeah, the majority of no, the day. No, for sure. And all I'm, like, all I'm curious about is what would the 
subtle psychological effects be? That'd, that'd be what it would that's, be. That's the, the only thing. Is, is subtle. subtle. Yeah. It would be huge subtle effects, which is, yeah. I guess, an oxymoron. But like in terms of, but that's why it's right. It would. Ever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what I think. But then getting huge. to be aware of it mm-hmm. and getting to. It's also interesting because I'm curious to see how many voters had yeah. a take on this. Yeah. Because that is that people are going to have to go vote. So Yeah, I know. It's I, I think in terms of voting, it's going to be, uh, we're going to, re- like, I feel like one side's going to come out real strong. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to be a landslide vote. I don't think it's, it's going to be. Like, my grandma was talking about this. Um, she was, like, bitching last October when I saw her about daylight savings time, about how. Like, she remembers when they started it, and she's still pissed. How how new or old is it? Like, at least in Michigan, where I'm from, mm-hmm. it, I think, it, I think it, it had something to do, I want to say Vietnam War. It had something to do with something. It may have been even before that. I, I could be completely wrong. Now, but, yeah, like, it started, like, yeah, really? I'm like, I'm going to wow. look it up as we're on here. Okay. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> what? I was I was gonna do that same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. If you want to search no. uh, while I'm, so I can finish the story. And okay. Go for it. Like. Um, this is good so Heather's. Teamwork. I know. I love it. Heather's gonna find out when Michigan passed daylight savings time, um, and the reason behind it. And she was yeah, she was like bitching about it. Like she's still mad. No, like, and we'll see. And when she said it, it I forget. It had something to do with something. Um, that was prevalent at the time for something. And I think it was something about war or the stock market, something, mm. something like this. Well, this is what, so Michigan began observing daylight savings time in 1973. So I think it was Vietnam. Wow, so the, yeah. That is- However, this is interesting. Last year, there was a bill that would eliminate daylight savings time in Michigan. Yeah. Um, How is this a state issue? So that, that's why be, my grandma like, brought it up. That's so funny yeah. that it's, it's something that it's like a state issue and not something that we just as a country can blink. I mean, we there's so many I more problems more... in Congress right now, so I guess maybe this should be a local or a regional issue. Yeah. But I feel like if... But then we got to be studying the people and seeing how their overall evolution is is being affected i could tell you one way it would benefit everybody is no one would get fucked up on that first day of like forgetting to set oh, an yeah. alarm or yeah. setting the alarm an hour later early you know being at work and i think that would be the biggest thing but that's is that actual day yeah mm-hmm. but this is what's also so crazy right in terms of like a body and a body's regulation yeah and mm-hmm. so on like a very subtle level we and I feel like that's why leap year is so fucking special yeah. because it's like some kind of like in the machine where it's like a, like a quick bloop reset. Right. Um, yeah. But our, and that's the thing. Yeah. So then it makes me think like, but if they throw in that day, because technically after that amount of time it, there, it takes like one extra day, every amount of however many, mm-hmm. then wouldn't <laughs> these, astrology measurements be like corrected like the calendar technically makes up for it well i think with astrology it's not it's it takes those things into consideration like leap years and Mm -hmm. daily i I think those things yeah no they 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 that's what i'm saying but you had said before like that that whole school of um 
people who agree with that other oh, branch like of, side real astro- I see yeah, what you're side saying. Real yeah, astrology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they like um the arguments a lot of the time has to do with like stuff like, oh, the calendars are off. So this, da, 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 da. Yeah. but like if we are making up for it by having one extra day every four years. I see. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think that that's not, I think that one day does, it's like you said, it's like this, 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 this thing that's kind of like a real shock to the system. Yeah. But I think also it, it, I don't think it's enough of a shock. I mean, I, I think, I think at that point you're either you're either all on board with the side rail or you're on board with with, with yeah. the current. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, I didn't know it wasn't until I started reading Shawnee that I'd ev- I I had even really heard about whole house systems. Ooh, you know, yeah. Um, and so that definitely took me for a spin for a second. But it also made a lot of sense. It's really, yeah. And it's, it, when you first, when I first started reading about it, it was, I, I, I don't think I retained anything the first time. Yeah. When I was like reading about planets and houses, I was like, whoa, this is, I'm like, I, I was just, like, I feel like once I got past the sun, moon rising parts, I then, once I f- knew what those meant and how those affected me in a way where I didn't have to go back and keep referencing it or reading about it, mm. then I was able to start reading about planetary, pl- like the birth chart yeah. is still, I, I still think I'm nowhere near fully understanding it because I, 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 because there are so many aspects to it and you have to know what, w- you have to know what part of it you want to learn. About. Like, it's almost like what part of the self you want to get to know better. Yeah. yeah. And you can't just, so I, I don't know. To me, it's like to jump into every single thing would be, I, I try to go with what's, what's in my chart in terms of like what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and, and then also then I'll try to read when, when I did the breakdown on, um, so I did another podcast. Uh-huh. Can we cross promote? Is that okay? Sure. Is yeah. That, okay. Cool. So I did. What's your sign? Uh-huh. And with Julia, Stevie, and Lisa, and I, I, I've already had talked to them about you two. I'm yeah. a big fan. I think there needs to be a crossover. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I told you, like, I'm. I think. Well, a like, and I love uh, Steve Hernandez. Oh, I do who too. Who is like big fan? Yeah, and he has a podcast similar that's called um, Who's, Who's Your God. Your God? Yeah. And so. I'm like, yeah, like, what if we had him and then Julia from? Oh that yeah, would be that fun would be. Too. And I agreed wholeheartedly that that would be incredible. Amazing. But yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. What's your sign? All so, these rad people, right? Were yeah. About. So I did when I bought when they they did you know they looked over my birth chart, but they they were the when when I was on there, they first off read me like a book, <laughs> so impressive. And then they also, um, it's always impressive to me whenever anyone's reading my chart and just like reads me for who I am that's yeah. why I, I that's why I'm so into it because yeah. everybody's just been so spot on about it and yeah. Like, yeah and I when I when I did it they start they did more of a breakdown of like the the stuff kind of the details of the chart the yeah. the, the particularly the dominance I'm like 50% air in terms of the all the dominance and re, like like everything makes up I'm like 50 usually there's more of a break like people have more of a breakdown yeah I have 70% water Wow! Really? That's yeah. and is that I have water, I have earth. earth too. Yeah, it's water, earth. That, very that's little a good fire, combo, right? Though water, yeah, our, and earth our are compatibility good. chart is really good, guys. Yeah, and it's really right too. It's it is very like right, spot on. Yeah, that's the that's kind of the key. I like. I feel like the 
th- those elements of like fixed. That, that's another thing where I like really got into that. That's a, a big thing for me is a lot of fixed. Yeah, same. I, I have fixed placements, so it's very, <coughs> which is funny because so when when Julia did the breakdown on that podcast, she did the breakdown of the nodes, the north and south nodes, and um, uh, when she did that breakdown, she was like, "These are the things you you need to release." And then these are the things you need to embrace. Yeah. And, and well, so where are they? So my, I want to make sure I, cause I always confuse the two. It was, um, I have it on my phone. I believe my North node, which one's the one for South is the one that needs to be released. Yes. And so mm. my North node was in Taurus, which, okay. which for me is kind of an opposition sign. Um, mm. let's see. There's okay. There's the, I'm just chart notes. Okay. So, for me, just waiting for it to load. Um, and then I believe my south node was in, it was Taurus and, okay, here we go. So south node was in Scorpio. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And um, north nodes in Taurus. So the things of embracing, it's like, it's this is just fixed sign in a nutshell, which yeah. I was like, I want all those things, but... Also, that's I don't want to uproot anything to get to those uh-huh. things, yes. you know. Which, which yes. a big so. Yes. I'll, I'll read what Julia also read on the podcast. I, I don't. In the event that there's any crossover listenership, I apologize for the redundancy. <laughs> um, but simplicity, truth, grounding yourself in daily habits and routines. Which that part, some of this I'm already kind of working on. This yeah. is all part of the rebirth. That like why I've gotten so invested mm-hmm. in it and. Yeah. Um, uh, living in the moment, pure human connection, telling it like you see it, and making your own living. And I would say seventy percent of those I've already kind of I, I was already some I of those I've already had since early nodes, on because that feels like what I'm going. Your through. south node is an Aries. No, your north node is an Aries. Okay. Are you, you sure? Yeah. Because then, so and and then the. South know the things I need to release are things that like it's funny it's things I'm, I'm I've already kind of been letting go but it, it's interesting because I think for me the concept of like the way people the way to let go of things it, it's funny because it talks about habits and stuff yeah. but that mm-hmm. also can be the problem for a fixed sign is habits yeah. like because sometimes you you do them to the point of like because it's all you know or it's the things you want to be right. comfortable with yeah. when they don't serve their purpose anymore and it's you almost have to go through that so many times to learn to let go of it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so I can be, I mean, look, I'm fixed in ways that are so ridiculous. Like I have very, sp- well, here's a great example. I, um, I don't drink coffee. I drink iced tea, big iced tea fan and I only sweeten my tea with sweet and low. I don't like, I mean, I know this is such a ridiculous thing, but like it is, it's gotten to the point and it's upsetting in Los Angeles because Los Angeles is real big on their Splenda and Truvia and Stevia and, and supposed natural sweeteners. And the one, if you go to most coffee shops, you will not find, you'll find equal before you find sweet and low in some places. So I keep some. But aren't these specific things like, aren't these also like stereotypically like Jewish things? Yes. Well, oh, we can get into that in a second. Yeah, of course. I mean, my name's Eli Olsberg, so I'm sure you guys figured out the Judaism. Well, that's why I was just going to ask. I was going to say, like, your names, and I was just going to And ask. I was trying to find a way to segue into this, actually. Okay. Because it's a there big... Yeah. So, yeah. 
um, there's a whole set of contradictions there. And I said stereotypically because yeah, I'm yeah. just like we're both in comedy, so I'm like absolutely I, like you've got to pull that out. So yeah, okay, it yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, and it's very Jewish. Iced tea sweetened with no lemon. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, there's I guess there's a southern thing to that, but I don't like it that sweet. Like southern sweet is almost like to me it's, it's too much. Pure sugar. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but I carry my own. I keep sweet and low in my car in case a coffee shop doesn't have it. I'm always prepared, but that's a fi- that I think is an element of kind of a fixed sign, uh-huh. right? Like yeah. it, it's it's a thing where I'm like, I'm like, oh, they and, and I'm ready if a place doesn't have it. If one of my fa- like one of my favorite diners in town doesn't carry it, <laughs> so I keep a few in my pocket. And I used to be really self conscious about it, and then one day I stopped caring. I yeah. really was like, you know what, life's too fucking short. Yeah, yeah. Um, who gives a shit if I have. A sweet and low in my pocket totally. while I'm like casually I bring a whole giant bottle of sriracha to the coffee shop every day because they don't have it and I like really? that on oh, my that makes, soy burrito that makes me <laughs> so happy to hear because yes. I, I think that is like a thing where people people just get self-conscious because it also can just seem like a weird thing like I'm just I've done it on like dates mm-hmm. like I, I, I went on I remember I met someone on like Tinder or Bumble or something a few months ago and I just like and I, but I addressed it because she's like, oh, I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm like, I understand that. But also, <laughs> I can also understand how it could look weird for me to just be casually being like, so where are you from? And just pulling a sweet and low out of <laughs> the small pocket on my right side of my jeans and just like <laughs> casually putting that into the you, – you can't like – I don't know. It's like I'd rather address it than not address sure. it. Sure. You know? Well, yeah, for sure. Um, so – but to answer your other question in regards to – well, I guess the topic of Judaism. Uh-huh. Um, so – I am Jewish on my dad's side. Okay. So if, and I'm sure for people listening, they know this, but in case you don't, um, that means technically I'm not Jewish. Right. Because my Which mom, I have that joke about, and I did it that night on the show. That's right. Yes. yes. And I, I've, I also kind of, I, I have a, I don't have a bit about it. I have like an aside about it whenever I have to address it on stage for that same reason, because it's like, it needs, I don't know. It's, it's like weird to me that that's the thing because also I, I'm so Jewish. I can't handle spicy foods. I look, I, I, I look like this. I, I, you know, I like my name is so Jewish. Like I, I, I look so. I mean, I'm saying I look like this on a podcast. I should address. I look very Jewish, folks. Very. And and most of the time, most girls I've dated who are Jewish. I mean, I don't know if there's a, 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 no one saying like it's not like a girl like any of my girlfriends have ever said in the past like. Well, I was into you because you're really Jewish, but there is obviously some fucking hardwiring to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any kind of religious. To me, that's another thing about it's like immediately like a like they they immediately assume like that's one less hurdle they have to. Yes, yes. and thankfully it hasn't been an issue where like because I've always been worried about that when I do date girls who are Jewish. I'm like, oh, so is this going to be a big deal to your parents? Because I'm as non-practicing as it gets. Yeah, like there is nothing. My mom was born in Argentina. Um, my grandparents on her side of the family are from Eastern Europe. I just did a 23 in me to see because uh, so this part feel free to interrupt as much yeah. as you can because I, I speaking about it I'm able to like address it as if everyone knows but yeah. I always forget that people don't so my dad died when I was very young and he him and my mom split a few years before he had died so mm-hmm. I have like no tangible memory of him there's pictures of us of yeah. him like holding me and stuff but I never got to know that side of the family well enough to like find out too much of like where they're from or what. Yeah. So I did a 23 me because I was like, well, let's see how Jewish I really am. Did I just happen to catch a recessive gene? Yeah. And no, I'm 50% Ashkenazi and that is all from him. You know, yeah. like it, yeah. it's, it is. I remember when I looked at the chart, I was like, this is very Jewish. 
this yeah. is so Jewish. But also, it's crazy that it's like it, it actually was a full fifty-fifty split. Yeah. Apparently, that I didn't know this until I did that until I did the twenty-three and me. But like, that's very rare. Apparently, yeah. like most of the time, even if you're 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 like sometimes you you can be seventy percent something and get yeah. that from your dad or yeah. your mom. So I like that blew my mind. And then yeah. it also set me because I also um, this is another reason I kind of also see a lot of why I think I can tie this back to astrology as to like why this rebirth and these things are so accurate is because I went to my dad's. So my, my I'm originally from South Florida, but my dad died out here. Okay. And I didn't learn about anything about it until last September. This is all brand spanking new stuff for me. So I like, I was reading about it and well, so I was reading about this stuff about astrology and then my, I asked my mom about, I just, I don't even know how it hit me. I just decided one day I was like, I need to, my dad's buried out here. I should go see him. It's crazy that I wow. had until that point, you know? And I was like, and at the time I was in a relationship and my, my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, you absolutely, what? Well, yeah, of course. You know, she was like very supportive of it. Yeah. And, and um, and when I called my mom about it, it's, it's funny. She had these two reactions with this and astrology where she's yeah. like, she was waiting on these things. She yeah. was like, really, oh, so she was like, she wasn't ever planning on pushing me towards anything about it. You know, she was, she was never like really pushy about it, but she was like, oh, I'm so glad you're ready to go do the homework on this. Cause she didn't, when they had split, there was so much, there were so many issues with the split. Like they, yeah. they were on good terms as far as I know, but, but they, there was like a case where, so my dad was sterile prior to meeting my mother. Apparently a wow. gr- grenade had exploded in Vietnam very close to him and it rendered him sterile. Like he took a paternity test and found out he was 99.9 or 99.7. There's some very close to one. And they don't, they will never, they don't do absolutes with any kind of paternity yeah. test. It's 99.9s. But so it's all probabilities. But he was pretty much said like, you can't have kids. And he was in a marriage where he didn't, they they were together for like I believe like eight years or something and they couldn't have a kid and one day my mom was like I'm pregnant and they had a, they they you know he believe he believed it 100 percent but there was some issue from his ex wife and some some pushback about like the legitimacy of him being the father wow and this is like Melrose Place style drama yeah like, for it, sure it, for it, sure and they took it. my mom still has the paper that they she took the or my, me and my dad both took. The test to prove that we're like you know. Also, my dad and I look so much alike in in yeah that photo of like well, that was my grandfather. Uh, but, but still, that's, but still that's yeah that also is like further proof. Of yeah, that. But, <laughs> and I'll show you the picture, Heather. Right? Like, yeah, it's gonna blow your. I'll pull it up while I'm telling the story. It's gonna okay. blow your mind. So, um, on top of that, he like my dad looks like me, but this is what's really crazy is his ex wife. I was when I was in college in Fort Lauderdale. I was working at Best Buy, and she, this woman, approached me and said, "Are you Chuck's son?" Because that's my dad's name. My dad's name is Charles, and it was her. And she's like, "Yeah, you just look so much like him." I, it was like looking at her ex-husband. Wow! I think. I, wow. Like, it was, who oh boy, that was like a lot for me. And I was like, "Wow!" And I, I didn't at the time. She she came by again and gave me like another photo, but it sent me down like this whole thing of like reconnecting with my dad's side of the family. Yeah, no, yeah. I got it. I and, got it. And so, and, and I realized more recently after doing kind of all the homework of what, because there was a period, my mom didn't have the blanks filled in of what happened to my dad after they split. They split, yeah. kind of disappeared for a few years and he left my my grandmother's phone number with her 
and she called my grandmother eventually at some point once he sorted his shit out and she had said oh he died four months earlier and then in a motorcycle accident he wasn't wearing a helmet mm. and she sent me all the info about like where he died. It turns out he died at a coffee bean that I frequented just on La Siena. Oh wow! When I and this is this is inside baseball, but you know the West Side Comedy Theater. Uh-huh. When I drive when I drive to any show where I have to get on the ten or the four, like near that area, yeah. like near like La Cienega and the ten, that's the coffee bean I stop at. Or if I'm going to LAX yeah. and. He it wasn't a coffee bean at the time, but that's where the accident happened. Wow! And he was pronounced at that Kaiser on the ten. And wow! Yeah. Oh, wow. So it like really, um, it left me shook, as the kids say. Yeah, um, totally. Well, it just left me like recalibrating. Like, whoa, that's what. Okay, here's the picture. Just to show, it's not loading. There we go. Like, wow. isn't that crazy? That's like, I'm trying that's to like... That's his kind of, grandpa. Yeah, that's him in World War Two. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. I just wanted the silence so we could get... Wow. It. Yeah. yeah. But that's, uh, I mean, th- so that's clearly, you don't even have to take a paternity test. <laughs> to see yeah. But, but it also, um, so I, I started, that kind of ties it back to like, you know, I'm not a religious person. I, I don't have any associate. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing to be spiritual in the sense of like astrology. Yeah. yeah. But I thought about it and I was like, well, yeah, this was when I was supposed to be my dad because what I learned in that time, there was, a, there was, I like searched public records and there was this name that came up that sounded very familiar. And, and I went back and I found it through my Facebook messages and he had been remarried and his, his widow, um, reached out to me. <gasps> She like oh, found wow. me and oh I, I never responded at the time because I was, I was on the road a lot and it just kind of was one of those things that fell through the cracks and I, I didn't, she didn't say who she was just that she yeah. was my dad. So I kind of was like, all right, well I'll take care of this later. And I ended up speaking with her and I, more recently I've gotten in touch with my, my uncle who's his brother and it, it turned out during this period, my dad went, was in jail. Mm. He got, he got remarried in jail. Oh wow. And he... He was, um, yeah, he went to jail for forgery. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and he had, like, this whole, I mean, he was a guy who, like, really was, he was he was a vet, yeah. and he just didn't, he, you know, he, he kind of, like, what, from, and I still don't have the details on this part, because <clears throat> every person I've talked to that was connected to him was connected to him at different parts in his life, which yeah. is really nice, because then I don't have to get conflicting stories. Yeah. But it all narratively adds up, and I'm the only one who has that mosaic, which is kind of a tr- like yeah. a real privilege. Yeah. Um, and he, um, so he died on December fifteenth in nineteen ninety. He per- he had he was living he had he had gotten out of jail a few years before that, and he was finally he was like in sobriety programs. I believe it was in AA and NA, but that part I might I, I have to go back and look at my notes, and I, I had to like put everything down it was like crazy yeah. how much information i had to like obtain but he bought a motorcycle in the morning he bought a harley at 10 in the morning and at two in the afternoon he crashed it oh my god he wasn't wearing a helmet oh my god and he died yeah oh. and it was crazy it was just this that 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 right there is enough for one person but then there was all this other information kind of about his past and i was like well i I don't think there's any other point in my life I could have handled this. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, that's probably why my brain just decided to yeah. somehow in the back of my head was like, all right, we'll send this forward to the, to the parts where you can. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's time to take that in. And so yeah. I was just like, okay, this was, the, I get, and so I went and I went to his, 
I went to his, so he was cremated okay. at a, and he's in a cemetery in Mission Hills mm. and called Eden Memorial. He's right down the block from Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx was three columns over. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's in like this really beautiful columbarium. And my grandparents are there now too. There are like a few, a few um, rows above him. And he, it, I went once with my, um, with my ex-girlfriend uh-huh. and, uh, and then I went again when my mom came to visit me in Cal because my mom had never been. So I was like, oh, you have to oh, go. Wow. She was like so, it was so interesting. The first time I went, it was such an emotional experience. And the second time when I went with my mother, she was like just so happy to see that he was in such a lovely place. Such oh. an interesting thing. Yeah, she was so zen about it. She's like, wow, I'm just so glad he's in this beautiful place. And she like looked at, she was look, looked at the, at, at his, um, I don't even know what it's called where you put the ashes on the wall. Well, it's a columbarium, but she looked at his, like, where he was placed. Yeah. yeah. And was just, like, so... She, like, loved it. Like, yeah. you know, she just loved that he was in such a nice place and such yeah. a lovely... It was such yeah. an interesting thing. And so um, that part, that's, like, a thing where I look at, like, that's part of the rebirth. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's, like, reconnecting with that side of the family because now I'm talking to my... Um, my uncle, like we're, we're, we're talking. He also, by the way, he reached out to me randomly. He didn't even, um, he just said I came up on Facebook on like the side of the, the like people you might know column. Mm. And this was just a few months ago. <gasps> and we just started talking again. Wow. Yeah. And it's, so I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So all of this was that, that to me is, I would say that's more planets doing their business than anything else. Yeah. Like, like you know, than, than any kind of, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to put it. Because I, I don't want to like the thing about religion to me and 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 that that side of spirituality. I I just don't. I don't want to disrespect it, but I don't. I'm just not buying what it's what's being sold. I know, you know? what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I to me that's all like well this is all planetary stuff like all yeah. this is is more because you can you can apply science and math to that. But well, yeah. That, but see, but then that though makes me go. But like whereas. You could also argue, because I guess how I would interpret it, my interpretation is that there's, you know, there's a oneness. And so, like, the, if we're all one with the universe, technically, then, like, like, yeah, I don't know. Do do you think you, well, to me... Oneness with the universe and those kinds of things. I, I don't know. I think like I, I look at. So I, I think I started mentioning this earlier, but but I don't remember if I did. I said something about like how. So oh yeah, when you were talking about how like how planets deal with your sign versus like how they affect everybody. I think this is true of everything. I think uh, every human experience, everything from um, families, family experiences to relationships to breakups, all those things have a universal element to them yeah that that we can all relate to it's why when we watch a movie we feel an emotion or when we read a book you know when when however i think there is a line and i don't know what it's different for everybody but at a certain point everything becomes specific so even when you're when they say like be you know in comedy they say be as and i think in every art form be as specific as you can Mm -hmm. because that's that's when it becomes for everyone Mm -hmm. and and if you're making something for everyone it's really for no one like that's Mm -hmm. that's always the Mm -hmm. kind of the and I think that at a certain point, we are that I, I do believe in what you're saying. I, I think there's there's truth to it, but I think that also there's this specificity that no one can take from you. 
even if you both experience the same thing, you obviously experience it in different ways. Oh, yeah. No, totally. That's true. Well, because there's so many different influences from everywhere that the smallest thing. Yes. It makes it for sure that. But that's the whole point is that I, I feel like the, there's a oneness. And the reason that there's different planets and such is because the oneness had to split in order to know self. Right. So then that split down more and split down more and split down more and split down more and split down more. Yeah. And we have to know (laughs) self in relationship to something else that doesn't exist yet in order to know self is real. Right. So we just keep knowing self in different ways with every possible outcome and situation and like every single possible cause and effect. You know what I mean? So something Jessica talked about on her, on that podcast Mm -hmm. that she, she appears on, um, self-service, I believe it's called. And, oh, yeah. And she, um, it's weird that I blanked on that because I, I have it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a new one. It's going to be out tonight. Um, <laughs> but she talked about a few um, months ago. She talked about no, not even a few months ago. Sorry, like 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 a week or two ago. She talked about projected astrology. Have you yeah. guys heard that term? Mm. That 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 like so it's this thing where like it, it's. Um, Telling the future? Not exactly. It's this idea of like you're supposed to experience certain certain things are supposed to happen in your life. Uh-huh. Mm. And if they don't happen, the, the universe is going to put you in a place where it's going to essentially push your back against a wall, I believe is how she said it, where like you're going to – I hope I'm not butchering this. If Jessica ever hears this, I apologize. Uh-huh. Uh, where it's – it's there are certain things you're meant to experience to grow. And if you don't experience those things, you're going to get put in the path of things that will – force you to reckon with those things essentially yeah. like 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 to, to 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 grow so like exactly if you so that's exactly but that's i think the what thing you're talking anyway, about though but I, that's the whole thing is that i don't even think that there's either some things you're if i mean this is like we uh we've t- talked about this a lot in um on this podcast but the alchemist the book the alchemist have you oh read yeah it? i have not read it i mean i'm familiar with it okay people talk about it a lot yeah and so it's like um and it because it's just a great metaphor for life being a journey like he had a he knew he wanted to go see the pyramids he had a dream about it yeah treasure and ultimately you know he sets out to do that and this gets in the way and that gets in the way but because of this this happens and, right. da, 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 and you realize that that was all part of it right that you you knew that it was in you the whole time, but you had to go through every single experience to actually get there. Sure. So it's like, I don't know that there's, to me, it doesn't feel like there can be one and the other because that is the other. They're the same. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Could you like, do you mean, Oh, are you saying like, like we're, it's not even that it's just naturally that there's that we're needing to learn some things and the lessons that the planets need to learn in relationship to each other oh, I, then influences the things that gotcha. we... And so, like, it's going to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, to, to me, it's an, it, it's an interesting concept that I... I it's Well, because I think when people hear that, they interpret it as saying, like, well, it's destiny then. And I'm like, that. I don't think that's not the same thing. I don't think that's anything's, like, predestined or... No. I, I think all it is is it's just... It, it, you don't... Because you don't have... Here's the thing. <laughs> The universe can still keep pushing those things at you or, or whatever it is that, 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 that's supposed to be – that you're supposed to learn. And people can not take the lesson. And a lot of people will not because mm-hmm. of – this is my – this is something I've real. it's been on my mind a lot recently, mm-hmm. which is that the idea of 
a lot of people, I think, will reject those things out of the need for safety, but they don't realize that safe <coughs> isn't necessarily safe anymore. This is, yeah, like, uh, yes, completely, but that's but that's a thing. That's what's going it's, on in this country. It literally, it's life, death, life. Yes, yes. I, I, yeah, 100%. <coughs> and so, you know, it's like, we all have our individual relationship to the planet. Yes. Planets, mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. Right. We all have relation to each other. Um, and everything within it. But ultimately, it's like, you come in alone. You go out alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so with that, like, <sighs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. Unlike, I don't know. And part of me, it's, I don't know what's coming. Yes. It's part of the it's reason that I scary. love watching it's movies and TV because mm-hmm. it gives me, I feel like I'm doing homework. Yes. In every single way possible. Yes. Um, like, how many times have you seen a character now in a film or a TV show being like, Okay, you have to cut the thing. Wait, are you? No, I'm not. I just saw it on TV, but I think, yeah. uh, and it like ends up working. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I don't know if that's ever actually really happened. And the truth is, I'm sure it has. Just in terms of like the realities that we live in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's <clears throat> for somebody that has a lot of air. Mm-hmm. What is it? A, that you do to stay grounded and yeah, that's that's it. That's the question oh, okay. I have. Well, to answer question A, the only question, um, <laughs> it's to me. Well, to, what I do to stay grounded is I a couple things. I so one of the things that it says that needs to be embraced, which is something I embraced a long time ago, and we were kind of touching on it earlier, which is routines. There are things that level me out, um, and there are. So I, I'm I'm also trying to adopt new things right now. Yeah. That's what's a bit, that's why this is an interesting period. For yeah. Me. I'm trying to like really, one of the things I got into more recently is, um, dancing mm. big time. I've been making, like I, I started making these really short videos. I'll post on Instagram with a few other comics that like mm. dancing. They're not even, they're not even comical videos. They're just us dancing to things. Yeah. And, uh, and it is great cause it forces me to exercise and yeah. eat well and also, it's super fun, and I do feel the endorphin yeah. kick. I don't know. It's something that I really respond to that I think, because it was also something I've always been really self-conscious of, mm. and, and I loved watching from afar, and I kind of kept it to myself. Um, I would almost be like standoffish, actually, with other people about it and be like, yeah. okay, whatever. And then a friend of mine who has a dance-themed show asked yeah. me, I, I asked to judge it a while back, because I was like, this is right up my alley. It's fucking pop music. Yeah. It's all, you know, and like... She was like, you should do the show. And initially I resisted it. Cause like, you know what? I just don't think that's, I could just see myself literally getting on stage and immediately trying to dance and popping something on my back. And then like, just that's my lifelong injury mm-hmm. is a story that I made it a minute into a show and fucking fucked it up. And then later on, she kind of pushed a little more and I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, I will. You're right. I fucking love this shit. Why wouldn't I, yeah. you know? And so um, so I started, that was one thing I did and it forced me to like, I started going to like cardio boxing classes. But and... wait a second. You skipped over the most important part. Ooh. 
because that's the you had an experience like because I understand that dialogue. Oh, like oh, don't let me do it. Bop 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 bop, and like you went from no to yes. I. So what was your experience then when you actually did it and you performed? So to me, so the, this is the so the thing was the show never ended up happening. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, interesting. It it um, it ended up not happening for reasons out of both of our hands. Okay. So it was it wasn't like an avoidant thing. I was actually ready. She I went and watched the show once, and I was like, "Great, give me a date. I can't do them the next one because I actually need. I just wanted time to get in shape. Yeah. And it, it also required a partner, and so I had to go out and find someone who yeah. was into it. Which it turns out there's actually quite a few people in comedy who like to dance more cool. so than yeah. I thought. At yeah. least on a level that's like with choreo. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, so I started asking around and then I did this comedy festival and another comic was like, well, a few people were on board. And so that show got placed on hold, but I was like, you know what? This is one of those things I think, and speaking in projected astrology and also one of the things that the node had talked about, which is like finding success on your own. Cause a lot of times I, I mean, look, it's, we're in a collaborative medium, no matter what. Yeah. You know, like no matter how independent you want to be, yeah. you still have to work with other people. Yeah. But at least working on a level that, um, still retains independence. And, yeah. I, and I, I kind of had always brushed that off. And doing this was part of that. Like I worked with other people, but I still was doing it. I, I still felt a sense of independence, you know? Yeah. And, and so um, one of the things that I think the projected astrology was that it's like not only that, but also just, just going through with it yeah. no matter what. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to make a video then. Yeah. And so me and another comic, this very funny comic named Teresa Lee, we made a video dancing to like a Tavlo song. Mm-hmm. We actually put it out the day you and I did that show. Oh, weird. Yeah, but cool. it came out that morning. I'll show you guys after the pod. Yeah. Uh, I'll awesome. show you the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then more recently, we I met up with an even bigger group that uh, Teresa was part of that when we did the In My Feelings Challenge. Mm. And just, just like, it's like, you know what? It doesn't have to be a sketch. It doesn't have to have anything, but it was yeah. it's still like a, a rewarding yeah. release. Yeah, uh-huh. And then from, but from there, before I started doing the show and I was like, okay, I need to get in shape. I started taking this cardio boxing class I found in West Hollywood and I can only do it so much cause it's, it's very expensive to be in good shape. Um, mm. well, at least to do those kinds of things. It, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be, but I think the motivators of like taking a class, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I also take classes at my gym if I can, anything that's like very dynamic where I have to like yeah. move around a lot. And cause I'm used to usually when I would go to the gym I did weights and repetition and stuff and I was just like yeah this isn't for me and, and yeah. now I found this which is um, so does this fit in line with your routine thing it does but it's it in a way that's like like it allows you to have a routine that's freeing because dancing can change exactly and cool. it also it's not something I have to wake up and do it right at 11 in the morning that's yes. the kind of routine I'm learning is dangerous for me where it's like outside of Excuse me, which is also the safety of comedy. Like I know it's at night, but sometimes it'll be at seven and I can go do other stuff and sometimes it'll be at nine and that's all that's going to be my evening. I do love the comfort of doing a show and then getting food after. Yeah. It used to be, I used to have to do that because just your nerves won't allow you to eat beforehand. Probably Mm -hmm. in the first three years of comedy, you just don't eat before shows. When you do, you learn a real hard lesson about that, not to do that. Uh But in the after that, I can eat now before a show if I have to. If I know I'm going to do a show at midnight, I'm not going to wait until one in the morning to eat dinner. But 
there is a comfort in doing a show at say like eight or nine o'clock mm-hmm. and then going to a diner afterwards yeah and eating because if you had a good set that's a reward if you had a bad set that's a consolation yes <laughs> that's kind of it like that levels me out but that doesn't have to happen so yeah it's, yeah it's, those are the kind of routines i have to kind of embrace whereas mm-hmm. for a while i was really i remember there was a period where i just wasn't working and i would like get up make breakfast go to a coffee shop to get a tea which that part still happens i do like to get a tea in the morning there's something about i couldn't figure out what it was until i was in therapy my therapist was like well it's like tactile it's something you know you can do and accomplish no matter what happens even yeah. if there's a long line even if there's they get your order wrong and you still went there you did that thing yes and there's still a reward chemical to that yes um yes. the other things of like also with with movie pass i've been going to the movies way more yeah. i've been going to the movies more too in general but that's from that's on account of the weed Ooh. I didn't used to be able, you know, Capricorn. I'm like, work, 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 yeah. work. I can't go see movies. I need to be writing movies. So Ooh, like, you know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed, weed lets me be like, it's all good. Like, I'm, I can go see a movie. I'm like a big, yeah. I'm a very, well, for me, it used, it used to be prior to like, even prior to Movie Pass, I'd still watch current movies, but I was much more like, I'll just go when I, I'll see it when I see it. Unless it was something specific that I was like really waiting on. Yeah. But I because LA is one of the only towns you could do this. I'm really big into like repertory cinema. So I'd watch old stuff that's like shown on 35 Yeah, or, uh, you know, and a lot of theaters here do that. And mm-hmm. they're very, that's very like important to them. And I still do that. But now this also, I think has been a very good, but like year and a half for movies, mm-hmm. like an, an incredible amount. I agree. I, I've, I, it's, there's a lot of in, like experimental. There's a lot of yeah. shape shifting in film. Mm-hmm. And so it's really fun right now to check out what everybody's cooking. Yes. There's some cool shit. And every time I've walked, I've walked out of the movies a lot in recent months being like, wow, I haven't seen something like that before or I haven't felt that way before. Yeah. Or it's been a long time since I felt that way. Yes. walking Out of a movie. Yes. Or there, it's been a long time since this prevalent concept was masterfully articulated yes it just know? happened yesterday yeah I, like What's last night or blind spotting Ooh, oh, i cannot I wait to see it's that so also... i walked out like i was like that was that moved me uh-huh that movie moved there was an emotion and an anger and a sadness and a comedy combo there that i haven't seen in a while in a okay yeah. oh that gets me right there yeah. everything that you just said so, so but okay. you were gonna say no no i'm like oh wow okay yeah, being moved, I think, is I'm, everything. I think that's great. It's happened. No, it's I'm really looking forward to it. With movies recently. That's what I'm, Don't Worry, um, He Won't Get Far on Foot did. I, I just saw it. It did move me. Yeah. It did? Okay, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that's good. That's next on my I, I want to see that and I want to see Leave No Trace. But I, I've seen, like, Sorry to Bother You is another one that has this, like, anger to it. I know. I want to see Sorry to Bother it, You. Have so you seen then. it? No. These, like, I literally have a list. Well, Let's Heather has a cameo in Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. And, oh, and cool. so, yes. And so everybody look for her and it. Go see it. It's a really good fucking movie. Um, it moved me. And um, it also, do you know what it did? It won me. Jonah Hill won me over. Oh. I was always, I was always, I wasn't all the way on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And this movie, I'm like on board. Uh, I'm, I'm yes. excited about it. I also, I mean, I love Gus Van Sant. So this yeah, is like, amazing. That's, that's yeah. right there. Um, how was that working with him? I mean, it was great. It was great. I mean, I've known Gus since I was like 15, 16. Have you worked with him before or you no, just met him? You just met him just paths crossing. Um, so no, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. 
you know, but it's, he's, he does it so well. He tells, he, he tells stories so well. Yeah. He, I remember watching Elephant at the time. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know what to do with myself when it was over. Because I was also, I think, how old was I when that came out? 19? And that's a movie I've revisited several times and has, it's become more powerful every time. Yeah. I need to, I need to do that because I remember being, I was young that I don't, that I wasn't able to interpret it enough in like, like fully, but But I knew that it was, yeah, but I knew that it was something I needed to, that I should, like, I knew like what just occurred, like means something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that happened with me with um, Mulholland Drive. Okay. I was 16 when I saw that and I didn't know what the fuck I saw. I was like, holy shit. But I I still watched it a second time in theaters Mm. and I've revisited that movie like once a year since then. And I, by the way, prior to that was real hot and cold on David Lynch. I I never had been a person who was like completely on board but I also wasn't... yeah, I getcha. Yeah, and so yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I I just brought that up because in in this in context of what you're talking about, with Al, where like a movie can stick with you and you can. Yeah, I know, it. but yeah. then but the, but here's here's the thing too, right? This is what I think is happening. I was a huge fan of Lynch until I wasn't a fan of Lynch. Yes, and so I am grateful that. I have no heroes, quote unquote, that can, can be I taken down. In, in regards to that, yeah. is, it, is it because of what the, the interview recently, or was yeah, it, yeah, that that also was a thing where I was like, all right, well, that that's going to inform a lot of going forward, especially. Yeah, and that's the and that's the thing where I feel now we're getting into a time of the most beautiful chorus of response. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I feel like it's it's, it's the reaction. start of our aria. Yes, I agree. And and I feel like you know that's why I feel that like it's also so important to. It's the perfect combatant. It's the perfect yeah. combatant for um, the the government trying to create. Such a classist, a stark classic system. Since they recognize that racism isn't going to work forever, so it's like they're like really trying with all the charter school stuff. They're trying to like really create a really stark classist classist system. Yes, and that is what's really funny. Of the best way to combat it is what's happening within the arts. Is that we're judging, we're taking privilege away from people based on character. Yes. And and that's the perfect combatant for based on money. Yes, uh, yeah, I think that's what's, the only way we can keep it balanced. What's gonna level that out? Well, with something like that, also, it's tr- what's gonna level out is like I'm not even sure. It's funny. I've had this. Th- I've had these thoughts in my head for months now. What mm-hmm. you guys are talking about, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't talked about it out loud too much. Only with a few, and, but this particular thing of exactly to what you're saying yeah. is like it's going to level out in a way that it's going to, it's like any seesaw. It like takes a couple of, but it, it's like you said, there's not going to be any heroes. It's Mm -hmm. just going to like really make everyone take a step back and reevaluate. And I think that also just happened with Nanette 
Yeah. That was a big, that was a big. Which I had been talking about too. And I think I had like been doing some tweets about like how like I was over self-deprecating comedy and like, yeah. like all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think it's like, it's the, the, and the dialogue's just, it's, it's still fresh out the oven. We're still going to yeah. have a little while till it, till. No, but that's the thing though that I, I, I recognize as, as beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, and that. There is there is room and space to be taken up. Yeah. And that getting comfortable within that space and taking up more of it in terms of the stories that we get to tell, the lives that we get yeah. to lead, the in every single way and people who argue one of my things about like i have a great example of this just happened to me on friday i went to a screening of um show me love at outfest mm-hmm. Have you, are you familiar with this movie at all Mm-mm. it's a swedish film from the oh, late yes, 90s yes 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 it was yes. it was a movie i caught when i was 16 in the middle of the night on hbo i was gonna go to bed and then i was flipping through the channels and we weren't even, I don't even think we were supposed to get HBO at that time. That's yeah. why I was like, oh, let's see what's on while yeah. we still have it. And yeah. that movie came on and I didn't, I, I just watched it from beginning to end and immediately yeah. felt, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's a story about two girls in Sweden who, um, high school students um, who fall in love. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll leave it's it at that. Devastating. It's devastating. It is, it is. Yeah, I'll leave it, it at that. It is just. You need to go in as oh, fresh as possible. Oh, I've heard about possible. that. I know what yeah. this movie is. Ugh. And it's it's also like a really, at the end, it's very uplifting though. Yeah, it, no. Uh, it, it, it's it's not entirely just so for everyone listening. It's not like a, it's it's not, it's not brutal in the sense of like an un, like an well, uncompromising. Well, I just, say I say it's brutal based upon the the visceral experience yes, I had watching yes. it, which was reminding me of the heartbreak and heartache of that age. Yes, it and that you. is brutal. Yes, and yes. It, it like it that a, heart. The first heartbreak is always brutal. It is, yeah. yeah. But but it's also. Um, like I said, there's a there's a there's a happy like a, a yeah. happy ending. So I don't want to spoil it beyond that for people. But like yeah. watching it, and but the reason I went to watch it was because it was they were showing it on film, and I was like, oh cool, I get to watch it. I you know I the only time I watched it was in when I was 16, and then the next time I watched it was when Hollywood Video was going out of business, mm. and I found the DVD in the foreign section. And I was able to buy it with my own money as mm-hmm. an early 20 something, and I watched it, and I loved it even more. And then I just rewatched mm. it and loved it even more. And mm, watching yeah. it with uh, at, at Outfest specifically, yeah. um, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm not the target demo typically, or I'm the least targeted demo, I should mm-hmm, say. Yeah. And like watching it with a group who is the target demo, yeah. everybody applauded at the parts. And by the way, halfway through the film, the motor died on one of the projectors. <gasps> and for just 101 um, film projection for people listening, films are usually run on two projectors. And when it's... when one of the projectors breaks. They have to change the reel, so the movie stops every two minutes. People were applauding in between the reel changes. That's how. So yeah. if people say like, "There's no market for it," or "There's no like," oh, I can. That begs to differ, right there. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, and that's and that's the thing too. It's like, I think now getting to be in a time of getting to take up more space, mm-hmm. that you don't. The, the, it's such a like what's the demographic right human being yeah yes. we're yes. working we're how about that this is why we're working toward the oneness i have yes and i have a theory you know i have a theory that like the 
Because right now, here's the thing that is happening in the industry. People are flailing because they can't quantify numbers the way they used to. Yes. You know, ra- yeah. ratings used to be an open and shut thing. Did it do X amount of people? Yeah. Now, you, with DVR and streaming, they don't look at it. And they're and eventually, I'm hoping some laws are passed where there's more transparency to that because they can Netflix can like keep numbers from people. Yeah, that's, that's shitty. Because well, that's that stuff like, is shitty. But but here's the cool thing. Side note to every to this whole thing though, ultimately. Is that yeah? They don't have the numbers for this because it's, um, and that's what's so wonderful because it's like that is really shitty. Yeah, it, it is shitty. But also, you're you're saying exactly what I was about to say, which was perfect. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's it, it sucks that they're holding numbers back, but because there are so many platforms and they don't quanti- they can't quantify it the way they used to. Yeah, they have to look at every option, and some of these yeah. things they they now people kind of and sometimes political opinion comes into like moral yes. value system comes into play where if you um if a show is like uh d- you know puts out some like sort of like <clears throat> questionable racist shit mm-hmm. then you're going to get you're going to lose um you're not going to lose like oh all of a sudden all the white men stopped watching no 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 you're going to lose people based on a variety of different things. Yes. And, and yeah. And I don't think people can watch anymore. Like, I don't know. I think the only place you can look at network television is probably the only place that's still stuck in that stone age. Yes. Of yeah. like, and, um, and that's fine. They can, keep, they can keep multicam. I don't want it. Yeah. They don't, mm-hmm. I don't want multicam in my life. I, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Um, and, and, but also at the same time, Netflix, like was the antidote to that with like one day at a time. Uh, is it it, one day at a time? Right. I had a total blank on that for a second. I was like, wait, did I just say in my head? I said like one life to live or some soap, man. No. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think I couldn't agree more with all of what we just said. I, I, because, and I think that ultimately that's what's because there are so many options, it's gonna i think that's gonna leave more opportunity for that that visibility i think i mean but ultimately at the end of the day here's my project my my projection my future telling yeah let's project our astrology here (laughs) well i was just gonna say i think that the the end of the earth is gonna happen this way like we're creating so much like the fact that we are going to be that doctors are going to be like three D printing organs and stuff here soon blows you my throw mind. Throw some D, you throw some DNA in a fucking dish and you three D print a fucking human organ, right? Like, like or some fucking cells. Like what the fuck? Some I genuinely think we're you know going to implode, which essentially is like the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna like. It's just, it's all going to come down to like complete chaos. People just having all the ability to just like annihilate each other and like shut down machines and like, because yeah. there will be somebody who's going to keep creating and keep creating and keep printing and keep doing this and yeah. until it's finally just like one final fucking blow. And right. then we're going to split off into two planets because now we're going to have to learn that that didn't work and there's going to be. A different way. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're in the middle of a huge lesson right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to know until about 15 years from now. I know. Maybe even a little longer. I think they're 20-year cycles. Yes. That's actually... You're right. It is a 20-year cycle because I feel like um, every... That's how eras are defined. I mean, you could... Even within decades, there's breakdowns. Yeah, but a true era is like... You can feel it with 20 years. Yeah. You can feel the recycle and you can feel the growth. It's a contraction and expansion. 
just like giving birth. Absolutely. Yeah. You contract and I think, and then you expand out. And I think that it's, ooh, we can talk about Saturn returns for a second. There. Oh, I know. And we're, and we got to like, yeah, let's get to Saturn return. Go ahead. Well, Cause I also, I didn't want to leave out. I forgot. We have to talk about pot for a minute. Oh yeah, I know. There's yes. like so fucking much. Okay, I'll, I'll 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 try and burn through this one. I'll try and I'll try and burn through this one <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> Pun very much intended. Um, so that's part of that rebirth is the is Saturn return. I, I what's funny is I I wish that's the only thing I wish I gotten into astrology about sooner because that's super fucking accurate. Saturn return, like when you look up your chart, it'll because. T- for most people, it's not. I don't think anyone looks up, looks, gets into it until after their Saturn return. Yeah, and that's when it starts uh, to really hit you. Yeah, because I think at that too. point you've, you've leveled out and you're you're ready to. You're more open to. You're things. aware of the big shift. Yeah, you're well, aware because, of all, all the all. You're aware of self in a full revolution of of Saturn in such a way that you're like, shit, like. You hear about Saturn return, and you're like, "That that happened. That just happened." Yep. And, and suddenly it, you have a reference, and, and you're for interested. me, it was because a lot of people, it's it's usually when they're 29 and a half, or you know, it's that era. Yeah. For me, it was. Tw- I, I looked it up. It was from when I was 27, close to 28, into um, no, no. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 27, close to very close to 28, and it ended just after I was 30. So for me, it was a little earlier, I believe, because I think it usually happens closer to 30. But for me, it actually started way. Mine was like a yeah. very long. Mine like just yeah. ended because I am I had Saturn. Yeah, like it just came back to Capricorn. Really? Uh, this oh, year. OK. Um, but so mine like just ended. It was actually in. But anyway, yeah, like it's so crazy. So go, go ahead, though. Oh, so I was just going to say that to me is the. It goes back to what you're saying about things are in every 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saturn's a little longer. It's closer to, th- to your <clears throat> to your 30s. But I think that 100% is part of that cycle because you also – I think it affects everything. Mm-hmm. I, I look at – I looked at I, I look at art differently now. Yeah. I look at yeah. – well, all my intake, I'm much more um, connected to what I'm watching or what I perceive as cool or what yeah. I perceive as – aware of it here's the other thing here's what it is 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 you feel the you literally have a conscious awareness of all of your opinions and experiences up until that point and that is like that moment of knowing you now have a break you have everything prior to and now everything after so everything that happens after you automatically compare to everything that happened prior yes thus making you aware of and more conscious of everything that you're doing yes and also I think <laughs> is that the most stoned thing it, 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 that is like full dazed and confused yeah like that's perfect but did it make sense though? no absolutely okay. yeah well because I think that um, it yeah, what I was just going to say was I don't even think about things as fucking cool anymore like that word yeah. to me doesn't even register is this you're more confident in to, your skin yeah I'm like is this something I enjoy another thing oh here's another thing we were talking about this right before yeah. we started recording um, sneakers yeah, but I got into another thing that I kind of, in terms of routine, I got I I did a real, and you could also I can probably attribute this part to a breakup, but like I got much more self conscious, not self conscious. I got more conscious of like what I was wearing. I had already started to before, but like I got really. I mean, I'm wearing pink chucks as we yeah. speak. I got yeah. much more into. I'm fully embraced into the color pink now. Cool. That's yeah. like that actually hits a pleasure zone. For yeah, me. The totally. Color pink totally. Hits a like. I made it a point to not overdo it, but like 
I started buying like I have a pink bomber that looks yeah. very good on me and I'm very happy about that. Those are things that like that's that's again not a routine that like requires a time and place so yeah. much as like it'll just make its way through the week yeah, 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 of yeah, me yeah, yeah. wearing this thing mm-hmm. or doing this thing and um and so yeah, that was but I don't even think of it in terms of like cool. I'm like I like that I can wear this and I like that I look good in it. And, and and that's the thing though is you now know what you like because how could you know what you liked when it was the first time around? Yeah, that's why I, like people who get married before their Saturn return. Oh, and oh, marriage is like a thing that I've I've kind of come. <laughs> if people could see the body language, the I, shift that yeah. just happened. <laughs> he was like literally like leaning toward the sky, and then we said, and you were like, oh, marriage. He yeah, came like, all the way cl- down. Collapsed. Well, because I come from such a small family, I was raised by my mother and my sister. My sister's ten years older than me, and. Th- I, so I don't have a concept of like the concept of like a big family or even family in a traditional sense, like yeah. that nuclear sense, never registered as a thing to me. And so when I and, and I've gone back and forth on the idea of like kids, that's most it's mostly been a thing that I'm like, not for me. And then occasionally I've gone where I'm like, maybe I could. And then I realize, I mean, you know what? I'm such a sensitive person. I don't think. I don't know if I have the capability to – I have the capability to love a child. For sure, I could – if I had a child. But it would overwhelm me in a yes, paralyzing totally. way. But I'm also speaking in a way that I haven't – you know, people say it changes you when, when, it, when it actually happens. I'm sure, happens. yeah. So I'm sure I have it would. the same feelings, yeah. But I – the idea of those things – like I just – and I, was, I talked about this a little bit on the other podcast was um, even the idea – right now I'm kind of in a thing where I'm like I want to be in a relationship – where we can both go to bed in separate beds at the end of the night. Yeah. Just to get a good night. If I need a good night's sleep, and I don't want that to hurt the other person's feelings. So you want to be in a fully safe relationship where you can be safe to be. And one of the things about being is sometimes it you need to your own space. Right. And that's something I just started realizing that I, I it's not something I, I want. It's actually something I might need. Like yeah. it, it's, oh, it's, we it's, all it's, do. It's, it's reevaluating needs. But the, here's the thing. It's like I don't want someone – so many people like – and this is why comfortability with what, why that aloofness with the, with Aquarius comes in. It's not an aloofness because um, I'm just analyzing or intellectualizing. It's also just because I know these are the things I need and I'm just going to go ahead and do them. And I've yeah. also – I was raised in an environment where it's like a small pack where it's almost like three lone wolves are in a room. Because my sister's 10 years older than me. She's essentially a second mother yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and she was there doing a lot of the babysitting for yeah. that same reason early on in my life. And um, – and I'm also the youngest, so I'm like the most taken care of. Yeah. And, um, and it's something I've been talking a lot about in therapy recently, which is like the idea of like, well, I'm also, I, I don't feel like I'm I'm always just detaching because it's necessarily, it's the easiest thing to do. I'm detaching because it, it, maybe it's the most practical. And so figuring that out without, um, you know, like, like I said, it's like this, let's just say I pitched this idea of like, hey, w- I don't want to have our, we, I want to have a room together, but also like, I don't know if we have the second bedroom I want to sleep in because I need it. You know, I'm, if, if even a speck of light comes into my room, I, I it can wake me up. Like I'm just a light sleeper mm-hmm. and, and I'm someone who values sleep a lot. So yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I don't want that idea to be like, well, yeah, well that's the thing is that you're not betraying self. Like if you, betray, if you always, when you like, therefore within every relationship that you were in, there was a part of you that was betraying self by sleeping next to them um, those nights that you couldn't fall asleep where it's like um, and then once you betray self, then you like 
subconsciously become bitter and resentful. And that's so, yes. Yeah. And that's so tricky because, um, they got to just be straight up about it. Yeah. And they, and they got, they can't betray self in their response. If they need somebody there, they have to be honest with self. That's what makes it really, it's interesting. These are things that make relationship hunting very easy in the sense of like, well, I know this person won't be a match, but also at the same time, it makes it harder because you're look, you have to look a lot longer for people that get right. Right. And, yeah. and again, this is something that's so new to me and maybe it's not, maybe it's not that maybe I just haven't, maybe, no, I, I think you know, they have to mean, get to the point of loving self enough to know, to say no to things that they can't, don't want to say right, yes I, to. I don't want to judge that thing of like, well, if you need someone in that bed, that's totally understandable. Um, yeah, whether, totally well, no regardless judgment. of what the, what the Freudian root of it is, if you want right. to, like, you know, or whatever, it's because of this issue of, of intimacy or whatever it is. Um, because I don't know, I like, I also find that independence... <clears throat> It's weird. We're also living in a period. This is like a golden age of astrology because yeah, of social media, but it's also this weird dark age where it, it it's the lines of like codependency and self care. Yes, and and these behaviors. I don't think they've been figured out yet. Because yeah. also, and I'll say something. A friend of mine said to me a long time ago that stuck with me forever. And I just recently, when he and I were talking, I I said it back to him, which I was like, you know, with certain things like there's not really right ways to do them. There's just a handful of really fucking wrong ways. Yeah. So like I was, and I've been really thinking about that a lot in terms Mm -hmm. of like, well, I guess there's not a right way to go about this, but like if there's a certain, at a certain point, there is a really wrong way. Your body will straight up reject it. I've been in situations where I've gotten like, I'm like, why is my stomach acting? Yes. And it's because I was, I I, I was still letting this thing in that should have been rejected. Well, anytime I was in a relationship with a dude before I came out, Mm -hmm. like I could not fall asleep next to a dude. I could not. So did you just the whole night? Anxiety, my central nervous system. Yeah. Such severe anxiety that like, like there were a few times with my high school boyfriend, like that we like, you know, had snuck over people's homes to like spend the night and like, yeah, I just did not sleep. Wow. Just anxiety. And like here, like in LA, my one boyfriend here, not even like a real boyfriend, just like casual sex for three months. (laughs) We, uh, uh, you know, he, I would like leave his house and just like, like what 19 year old girl is like, okay, gotta go. Like after like hooking up with the dude after like that yeah. many times three after three months you know I mean, there's mean? some guys who are like all right guys who, he probably it's... thought he found he struck fucking gold yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> if you... guys just sleep with like unknowing lesbians yeah. <laughs> the, ones who the ones who don't know yet you wanna, yeah that's ni- nice and detached in the way <laughs> nice and detached in the ways you want but like so it's like that thing where like yes like you your body will do that it's so crazy like you will force yourself out of it have you ever read the divided mind no, but that sounds fascinating. Oh, yeah, that's a book. It's a, it's a heavy book, but someone had gave it to me a long time ago. A, a comic gave it to me because I, I I told her I was like I was having these stomach issues, and I was talking to another comic who talks about their stomach issues on stage. And it turned out I just had so much going on in my life that yeah. my body was just so stressed. That's it's like what, what an ulcer. Yeah. Is. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so and I had one of those at sixteen. Talk yeah. about talk about Jewish. Yeah. That's like the most <laughs> Hebrew thing to possibly happen. Um, I uh, I like. I, I, but I had that issue and she was like, oh, I'll send you this book. So she she gave me this book called The Divided Mind where it was like showing you just how much the, you know, physiological 
stressors can cause. And I, to be fair, at the time, I just didn't realize how many things I had to find a new apartment and a new car on top of like dealing with like personal shit all within a two month span that like, I mean, buying a car is the most dehumanizing thing possible. I think, mm. I think we can like, nobody is ever the thing that's supposed to be an exciting prospect is one of the most joyless like think that it, it just, is. It just takes the humanity out of everybody yeah. involved. Looking at numbers yes. and how much. And, and like negotiating. Uh, and then on top of that, finding an apartment, finding all the, when all of that was done three months later, I was like, I was like, wait, why did I have these problems? Yeah. And then I realized, I'm like, well, I guess that's, and then reading that book, it was like, yeah, you're not built to, like, we're in a place where there's so much overload yeah. in the brain that it's going to affect you physically. Yeah. So you need to be more like, good to yourself and even if you're with like the other thing i've learned and this goes back to expectations is that my my therapist theorizes that because i'm so close to my family particularly my mom and my sister that she's like you can't put those expectations on other people ever like if someone else lets you down like you're allowed to be upset or you can be sad about it but also try to remember if it's not a family member she's and again she wanted to be like crystal clear that this is an excusing behavior i mean if someone does something wrong they do something wrong but she was saying like don't you have to remember these are people who don't have a family contract there yeah so if something happens you you may be put it may not even if they've done something wrong if you're going to register that level of pain it may be because you've assigned a value that they're not going to be able to meet yeah gotcha and that's not and that's not the same as because the thing is i don't think that's I don't think that falls in line with codependency because I can I can I can sit alone. I can go to sleep by myself. I mean, we're we're talking about it. Yeah. But like it's it's expectations just in the sense that like being let down can almost be and this is an Aquarian trait, which is being let down can almost be like crippling. Uh, yeah, crippling and or or just a tectonic punch to the gut that like you're not you 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 think you don't deserve and it's like well actually was it that but you know and then later when the dust settles you realize it wasn't a big deal to yeah with. so it, it can yeah that's uh that's all i have to say about that <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about pot before yeah yeah time? yeah um yeah let's let's hear but let's that. blaze right thing. through yeah it. A, yes yes well so blaze. I, he thought you thought it too yeah. two adjectives that were puns <laughs> burn and blaze oh yeah i well if i can sneak in a pun i'll never not do it uh totally two, yeah so <laughs> um so we were talking about just before we started recording about yeah. how I, I haven't smoked in a while so um given my what what you've learned about me over the last two hours we got to find out what the best pot is to if I do decide to start smoking again. Well, you also wanted to know the story about why I stopped. Yes. So a few years ago, I did a comedy festival in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And after my last show, which was about 11 o'clock at night, I had to catch a flight on Southwest from Oakland back to um, Los Angeles at about seven in the morning. So I wasn't going to have much time for sleep. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just, uh, I'll just party. Yeah. And at this point I'd already stopped drinking. I'm not sober, but I don't drink. I haven't, yeah. I haven't drank in about six years now. Okay. I just woke up one day really hungover at about 28 and I was like 27 and I was like, this is very painful. Let's see what happens if I just don't do it for a little while. And I stopped breaking out. I lost 10 pounds and I yeah. was like, okay, well I don't have a drinking gene because I don't miss it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, 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 not even a drinking gene, but like a, like, you know, I don't have that, that, because some people need it to like take the edge off or just to relax. You it, just it, realized you were good without it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, but pot, I was still like, okay, we can still smoke it, and and um, and I had edibles here and there, but I decided to 
uh, when I was in San Francisco, someone had a bunch of pot cookies, um, mm. and they were like, here, you can have one. And I was with another comic, and I ate mine. He turned around, and he hadn't eaten his yet. And he's like, and I was like, oh, when are you going to eat yours? He goes, well, I'm going to have half now. I'm like, why? And he's like, you ate the whole thing? Like, Don't ask it that. Fuck, you asked it that. That's it. That's yeah. it. I'm already. Yeah. He asked it in the worst way that yeah. couldn't. That sets up like any stoner comedy. Yeah. You know? Now I was like, well, here goes the. Here's my movie where I'm like two hours and just freaking out. And I love smiley face. Like myself. smiley face. Yeah, exactly. Holy <laughs> shit. And I was in San Francisco. I was in a fucking place where I'm like, this is the worst place to be in this situation because I'm not home. Yeah. I'm not safe. I don't have my apartment. Yeah, but you're in San Francisco, That's true. Yeah, man. I was in the Mission District. Like, I was come like, on, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, you're right. And at the, but at the time, but I will say I had that like fight or flight response. Yeah, I, I yes. didn't register. That, no, I, know? I, no, I, I get that, you and just I understand knew all of a sudden, that. Oh shit! I'm yes. not going to be in control of right. myself very soon. Yes. What's going to happen? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, my question to you would be this: How? safe did you feel with your comic friend meaning if you were having like a moment when you were freaking the fuck out well we weren't here's the thing it wasn't that kind of that's like that's what i should have thought about before i ate it but he was gonna take off in a little we were just at a show we were in a green room so i was on my own yeah this was something i was like and and i thought for the most part if if it was I mean, the cookie was so small. That was the other reason I ate the whole thing. It wasn't like a huge cookie yeah, or anything. Yeah, it was just like a regular and I was like, yeah. cookie. And, and it was... The that's mis- the thing, too. The mistake was like, it was homemade. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the big mistake. But sorry, what were you sure. going to say? Yeah, like, homemade. Yeah, yeah because there, there are always people making it at home. They're always going to throw in like... Homemade like, edibles. you think of homemade oh, cooking, no. like you, you know it's made with all the real stuff, all yes. the heavy shit. And it's going to be, as the kids say, extra. Yeah, Like it's going to exactly. be real heavy. And I was like, okay... Um, so I, but I didn't think that cause I was like, well, this is so small. How much damage could it do? Yeah. Total fucking square res- like thought there. Yeah. Cause I was like, why would I even think, of course you should question that. And so I ate it and for about 20 minutes, there was nothing. No, even longer. I would say 45 minutes. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is, I'm like, maybe I was right. Maybe this isn't a strong. Yeah. And I went with a different comic that we everyone was like, <laughs> okay, the after party is going to be at this bar down the street. So we're walking down the street on mission this comic tells an innocuous joke. Like, I mean, he says something completely like an aside that, that at best could get a quick chortle. Yeah. Did I say that right? Chortle? Yeah, yeah. Chortle. Yeah. Chortle. So I, um, so I suddenly burst out laughing. I mean, uncontrollably for half an hour. <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck. Why? Like he just keeps talking, thinking he's killing with me. I just could not. Stop. I was like <laughs> crying, laughing. Oh God. We get to the bar. I turn to another comic and I say, oh, I just had a pot cookie and oh boy. And like, this is so fun. And she, she turns to me, she goes, oh, well, make sure you drink water. And I was like, why? Well, okay. Thanks. Thanks, mom. You know, I was just still really in this, this yeah, zone. Yeah. And then about 10 minutes later, it Uh-oh. went south real fast. I mean, oh, no. immediately pure cotton was in my mouth. I just, I, it was complete, so dry. The music I could feel. Feel it, it went, you know what it was? It went from being a head experience to a full body experience. Full body experience. The music, the bass was literally distorting my, like, like I could, I could feel my, yeah. my brain, my vision was moving with the vision, with, yes. the, with the beats yes. of whatever was being played. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I got to get the fuck out of here. I walk outside. I have no sense of direction. And at this point, I want to say technology definitely had like 
Apple Maps was on my phone, but I it wasn't common enough use that I thought, well, I should turn it on to find out what you know. I, also, I think yeah. I was just too fucking high. Yeah, and I was like. I have to find the the apartment I'm staying at is within a mile radius and I have to find it and I need to get there as soon as possible. <laughs> and I didn't think at all to ask. Direct, I was too scared to do anything. I just started walking oh. for about 20 minutes and then I just looked up at some point. I mean, I could feel, I remember feeling the ground, like I stepped on a pebble in my shoe. Yeah. I could feel that. I felt it. I could yeah. feel the like crunch yeah. in my brain yeah. in, uh-huh. that, in that like, What's the thing called where you see like synesthesia or so something? So maybe the princess it, and the pea like just like had eaten an edible. She could yeah, feel that fucking pea. It was yeah. It was <laughs> and and I I just remember at some point I looked up after like 20 25 minutes and the apartment that I was staying at was in front of me. Yeah. I just found like I was like great, I'm here. I call a friend who lives in Los Angeles who's now my roommate. Uh-huh. And I said, "Listen, I just had a pot cookie. I'm freaking the fuck out." I need to like I'm 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 I drink I'm I'm scared that I'm going to drink too much water because at this point I had like uh, I had a bottle I took that I bought at like at some point I I think I stopped because I remember I had a bottle in my hand of like the biggest Aquafina I could find yeah and I'm like I drink it all I'm like I don't want to drink it I like I feel like a slush in my stomach because I had too much water mm-hmm. and he goes all right he goes you have to suck on ice cubes that's what'll help he goes just suck on ice cubes and he's like i i just had an edible a few days ago this shouldn't last more than two hours it felt like it wasn't going to end that which is this experience from my well, understanding everything feels like it's forever on it pot. Does, yes so of course it feels like it's never and, and i'm told most of the time <laughs> two this hours is, this is more akin to like a bad trip on mushrooms yeah I mean, like this particular experience seems like it's not yeah. most yeah. people when when edibles don't go well it fucks you up pretty bad but this seemed to be like i was like you know, when I hear other people tell me about stories, bad trips on like mushrooms, that's what this sounds like, like m- mm. less so with pot. I don't know if that's if that's true. I I don't know either. I know I but like my only experience uh, the last time I ate edibles, like homemade edibles, it was it was, it bad. was the worst experience of yeah. my and life. Yeah, so, she said this before. This is yeah. where it gets worse. I go to the freezer. I find the ice cube tray. And I don't know if it's because they were comedians or just happened to be very, just this was the ice cube tray they bought. It was like a novelty ice cube tray. They weren't re, they weren't regular size ice cubes. I couldn't fit the whole thing into my mouth. I had to suck on it while like I was like I was sucking yeah. on on like like shaved yeah. ice or something like a cute like a mm-hmm. like like I like as if picture in, in the Antarctic I just found a cube to just put yeah my lips it's a, on. it's a bourbon it's a bourbon ice cube yes yes yeah. it's and a bourbon so cube it's, it's, and at one point I just remember my roommate goes I mean he's so practical he was so in the moment he goes all right we'll just run hot water over them melt them down and I was like oh okay it, it, looking back I'm like this is so. How did, I wouldn't even have thought of that sober <laughs> to, to melt him down. And I remember at some point he just got really upset. He goes, how fucking big are these ice cubes? I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take a picture of them. I'll send them to you. Um, I, I Eventually, the, the, the room I was staying in, I laid on the bed, fully clothed, sneakers still on, curled up on the phone with him. I just remember telling him, I'm saying, thank you for staying on the phone with me. It just feels like it's not going to end. At some point, we hung up and I just went, I like closed my eyes. I was still freaking out. But I managed to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But then I woke up and I was like, oh, no, I'm still high. This is still everything's still <laughs> scary. And I went back to sleep. And then the comic that I was staying with got home. This must have been like four in the morning. I woke up and I was like, it's over. I, I just had that. Th- and I yeah. told him like, man, I had a fucking night. And I felt the. I mean, I think this was just from sleeping three hours and then getting yeah. to the airport. But I remember the next day was very surreal because I was like walking around sober. But like. It still felt like some kind of hangover. Yeah, totally. 
And so after that, I stayed off pot for a little bit, and then I would smoke it on occasion. And I remember I smoked. Someone had like one of those. It's not. I guess they're jewels now. I don't even. I honestly don't even know what a jewel truly is. But I know that I had some kind of e cigarette version that you know had weed in it, and he, that was too much because it yeah. didn't, it, some of them have like a light that tells you when to stop inhaling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, I remember when I went, I just went like like that and the person who gave it to me goes no no that's too much they're like these things are real strong and that that had a sense memory that brought me back to like right you four immediately years yeah. connect yeah yeah it, it brought me back to so many years back i was like you know it wasn't like recent it was far enough like four years now i think maybe but still yeah. it, was a bad experience. it was still enough to like because it's that- in your body when it's in yes. your body yes and so i'm like i'm definitely i feel like i'm 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 a good candidate for pot yeah. yeah, I feel like I'd be a good, I'd be good at getting high, like for 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 recreational purposes. Yeah, but I still haven't figured out where to start. And some people tell me to go to a bud tender or like a like to go to get a card and go. Yeah, and it also sounds like it would really help with. Yeah, I think everything. Yeah, yeah. Acro- like across. The I board found I found it's completely changed my life. Like I like. Can just enjoy my life because smoking pot <laughs> in your teens and twenties is literally for 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 um, like it's posturing almost you know like you're doing it with people. See, I never did that. I never did it. I I did it after I did a psychedelic for the first time. Really, I'd gotten stoned once before that. Really, oh interesting. Yeah, See, with a comic me, I mean, on the I'm road. Not saying I, I didn't do it for peer pressure, but it's this thing where you're like, well, I should be doing this because it's. And don't get me wrong, it was fun, but like, it never hit me the way it was supposed to and then i i and I, I think it only hit me because i like was already like an adult like who'd gotten drunk a billion times and i'd had that like yeah i just it's like you're you're already geared to be more chill and you're 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 yes. okay being alone with self yes like so you can be at a party and be like yeah well because you want to do it that's the other i think the yeah key is you have to want to do it yes and i'm like yeah i think i can uh and now knowing that like people know strains and what's good for what kind of person. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what though, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, and this is just for me, but based upon hearing your experience, I was like, Oh, this sounds very familiar. <laughs> um, but I've had to like, and I still have to work through anxiety when stoned. in certain moments like but here's the thing at the end of the day (sighs) I get to recognize I've had moments where I've thought I was going to die while I was stoned from smoking yes and I was terrified but again like I I got to I got to feel safe enough to feel unsafe to ask for help. Yeah. And to know that I wasn't going to be judged or shamed. That's a great I love what you said about safe and unsafe. That's yeah, safe what, enough to feel unsafe. I think the this this is what changed. Okay, so you asked earlier, oh this is this is a deep callback. But you asked earlier about like what was the the impetus like what was the thing that changed yeah. from not, not dancing to dancing that kind of yeah. thing i remember the f- my roommate was watching a star trek episode i believe it was the it was deep space 9 he was watching and it was on it was on tv i was watching with him he's he's a huge trekkie i'm not but 
I've become invested enough where we like started up watching Deep Space Nine, and this character goes. Someone was trying to adjust to being friends with this person who I guess changed bodies. Yeah, and she goes, "Well, just um, just be comfortable with being uncomfortable and let time do the rest." I fuck. I almost flew out of the couch. Yeah, I almost. I was like, "That's it. That's all. That's all this, everything. everything." That's everything. And when you just said that, I think that's an even better articulation. And that's yeah. the thing: is safe enough to feel, feel unsafe. unsafe. And yeah. you know, we say that. Like, I'll just say like this with the bed thing and going to bed, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's it like you need to find someone that you both can be you find someone who's willing to be so to trust to build that safety of being unsafe because like you know yeah like like I mean we don't have that I love sleeping with you Um, I feel the same exact way even like in those because I don't uh And maybe that's what it, maybe that's what it is for me. Maybe it's just the, the, there's another person there that um, there there is someone I'll be comfortable for, I, and they're not going to betray self. Meaning, like if they yeah if they need to have someone there at night, then it won't work, and they need to honor that request for right. self. And I, they might request actually a three bedroom. Right. Yeah. Oh. So you can each have your own separate yeah. room and then have the joint bedroom. Yes, because that's what it. That's the, yeah. That's the thing. I'm, just to be clear here, because it's not that I need to go to bed by myself every night. I've fallen asleep. But you don't I've sleep well, around. and so sometimes you but, need to but go. Sometimes yeah. I, yeah, yeah, and sometimes I do. I, there have been nights where it, it was like I had one of the best nights of my life, and we both fell asleep and stayed asleep for eight hours yeah. and woke yeah. up, and we. So it's not that it's not possible. For yeah, me. I'm no, just saying that for needs, sure. You know, you I, need to be. You need to have that safety. It's so. To, that, that you can tell someone yes. I'm I needed to go sleep by myself last night. Right. Um and knowing that like it's unsafe to say that cuz it's like somebody may take that the wrong way but like safe enough to put yourself there. I've been on the receiving end of that yeah. too. I've been in relationships where it's like well this thing that happened has nothing to do with you but it's hard not to yes. take that personal. So that's why I think of that because I'm like, well, I've been on the receiving end of that and I don't want this person to think that it's, it has anything to do with them. But it's like, well, then maybe that's just not the... We talk about that all the time too within our relationship. Like there's it was something happened. And, and I think if you had the open communication about it, yeah. that's really the thing. Like we literally were driving the other day and, um, and something came up and, oh, no, something happened that was... Something happened with like that was like an experience we had and then the conversation of you know that that had nothing to do with you right yeah no i like intellectually know that still definitely like sent off like a a feeling but know that like i'm letting myself have the feeling and that i know that it's not personal and that it won't affect the future here's the other thing and this 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 would have to take a whole nother episode so i'll just touch upon it yeah and and i'm not sure if you because i don't remember if i talked about it on stage last time but most of my relationships traditionally are not monogamous relationships. They're usually some form of ethical non-monogamy or polyamory. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's a whole nother element of it, which has made dating way easier for me in terms wow. of... I, in terms of beginning to set that boundary right away. Right, like, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. And I... Well, also, the other thing... This was the other big thing in, in astrology for me is that the, the one of the things in my chart was like, well, you're going to define yourself a lot through your sexuality. Mm. And boy, was that something that I like... And it's something I, I think I have that too. I'm telling you, I think we've got something similar. Yeah. Anyway, Cause it's, 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 and it's something that, because prior to, I had, even as a, like as much as I can say as like a, a cis male that it's uh, particularly, I guess I should say straight cis male, but like, you know, at some point, 
I still had felt sexually othered. Mm-hmm. Um, even when talking about my past and experimenting and those yeah. kinds of things. And that could just be an issue of not being in, in around a, a open enough circle of friends, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I made it a point to start talking about on stage before. And I think it actually gave me the confidence to talk about astrology on stage. Yeah. Because I started talking about those things, and those are the things that people had responded to the most. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and, and going back to Steve Hernandez, he was the first person who had started talking about that on stage that I was like, mm. oh, I can talk about this. I also took a few years to figure that part of myself out. Yes. So uh, when, and it's not to say that going forward that could be, I, it just let me know that I'm like, well, I have options. Yeah. So it's the same thing with, you don't kinda, have to curb one of your newfound passions. Right, exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's a freeing experience. It's Then you get to have the full pleasure of it because you get to w- go through the oh, astrology so and have the experience of it. Yeah. And then you get to share that experience. And, and I also <laughs> get to like um, feel that w- most of these things have, luckily have an overlap. Yeah. A lot of people in astrology... Tend to tend to gravitate towards things that are not just traditional monogamy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to say that they're. It's all. Everyone's kind of can do their own thing. Because I, I also. It's I, the recognition of like this is like a fucking journey and experience. Like, yeah. Why do we have to fall in line with these constructs? Right. Exactly. And so um, I don't even want if it. It's like I said. It's made it's made everything easier and it's also made everything a lot more difficult in a lot of ways in terms of just finding people who hit that vibe. But when you find it, it's like, it's, it's almost like you don't have to it, day one. It like works. You know what I mean? Not, I don't even mean in relationships in terms of like romantic relationships. I mean with friendships with any, anybody that you're around. Um, oh, there's something I didn't want to forget about that, that I kind of wanted to piggyback on, which was, Oh, um, part of what we're all, everything we've talked about it's it's also why being alone for some of it is better because mm-hmm. i don't want to i i like when someone's there to, to to help me in that growth but also the fact that i can grow by myself it one it expedites it yes but two it also lets you sit with it so that way if if someone's not there you can still enjoy it yeah well and that's the thing too though sometimes a relationship stifles you and you don't grow. Right. And like, you know, like... Or the relationship is the growth and you don't know until afterwards. Exactly. Because you... Exactly. You know. And that's most relationships, really, you know. Well, that's true. I guess, yeah, I guess that's not... But there is like the the ones that are very definitive that like Mm -hmm. was a huge lesson and only when it's over can you really see. Right. Um, For sure there's that. But like, yeah, like ultimately... Um, oh no, I fucking went down the road. I forgot now. I'm stoned. <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I think well, you were yeah. just talking about like going it alone versus. Yeah. And I was just going to say like, it's crazy. Cause like, you're right. It does expedite it sometimes in a big way because, mm-hmm. um, like in the silence, you find a lot of truth. And when you don't have somebody to hide behind and that's why a relationship what's so important is treating each other as a mirror the entire time because when Mm -hmm. you know like that's the only time you're actually looking at self because well and often when people say like these are these signs aren't compatible that's not how it works i i I, like the point of that because there are people who argue like 
whatever the sign is that you're supposed to not be with is actually might be your best match yeah. because you guys really can make up for exactly. each other's. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm trying to think my most, so my matches, my absolute matches on sun signs are Aries, Gemini and Libra. Mm-hmm. And my absolute avoidance are Taurus and Leo, which ironically, even though obviously it's not a romantic pursuit, my, my mom and my sister are Taurus and Leo, Oh wow, uh, which is funny, but th- they, they keep me that's the grounded element Significant of the family. relationships. Yeah, and not only that, they're the most those are the most grounded uh, especially Taurus that's like very earthy, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yes. Um and that's my mom and that that and whereas me Aquarius is like the idealist. So I'm the most idealistic probably. And um actually I think I could safely say that because whenever I whenever I would come around with something like that they'd be like, "All right, well, here let me let's pull the yeah. balloon down." Um not in a bad way, but you yeah. know, so as far as romantic relationships go, though, that could be... So that's why when people say, like, oh, that's not a good match, and it's like, well, that's not how it works. That's that's that's, yeah. that's making it... That's pop astrology. Though I will say that my ex-wife, um, wonderful person, so when I first read that Capricorn and Aquarius were not the best romantic match, I was like, well, this doesn't apply to us. And then when we, and then <laughs> yeah. when we broke up, when we got divorced, I, like, was reading the astrology and i was like oh shit these were all our problems well i'm gonna tell you there's an analogy for that which i heard i saw on frank ocean's tumblr i'm not Uh afraid to admit where i got this from he said that when and and this is i think he pulled from like a very known quote which is just like when you're happy you hear the music when you're sad you hear the lyrics yeah you know that's like that's the that's and that's true it's true um which is why i love also another thing I think I've embraced a lot and I think guys are much more open to embracing it now but is like just listening to pop I yeah. love pop music for that reason I've never been shy about that yeah and, me too. Uh, I listen to a lot of pop music and so I kind of like that's what I love about it is that it, yeah you, you, good mood it can really just provide like a good pep in your step and then when you're bummed and you can really and that's why it's the worst the... to play at like parties though unless it's a super happy song sure but like it's the worst to play because people have such an emotional attachment to what it stands for. They're just like, oh, are we all going to commiserate about our breakups tonight? Like, or like, oh, are we all really going to like sing this like dorky song about yeah. this? Where like, if it's like a song that like, you've got to have like a real, like if it's a song that doesn't rely too heavily on one of those two things, then that makes good party music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of, I think maybe why EDM took off the way it took off yeah i mean it's always been some form of it house techno whatever you want yeah, to yeah. It, but there's there's not lyrically no one's listening to any of that yes. and being like well sp- those lyrics of that just repeat the same five words yeah. for 10 minutes don't speak to your soul it's a yes it's, it's the you know the music itself exactly so, the yeah. music speaking to the so, song yeah but uh but yeah i think that's uh, well, so wait i don't You're talking about your matches yeah so um yeah that's well i, I we we just talked about it we were, it's just like a thing where <laughs> that's why the whole chart matters but also why like it's not intended to be like well these two people would be a good match it, though i will say i've been in long-term relationships i haven't been in a long-term relationship with an e- libra but with my other sun signs and the, they worked for that reason. Yeah. We yeah. There's something to it's be true. saying for that compatibility. It's true. You know, my high school boyfriend was like, and I'm gay, like, but it worked. I was able to have an actual relationship with the dude yeah. once. And he was a Capricorn born six days before I was. 
We Ooh. just fucking got each other. I've never. You know what that's I mean? the one thing I'm like. Maybe I should find another Aquarius and see what that's all about. That might be some real fucking and like that close too. Like those people, <laughs> and you see a lot of those couples. You look at like Madonna and Sean. Penn. Just real quick, Heather's nodding. Like really, like yeah. Find mm. another Aquarius. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. Um, uh, wait, I one question before I forget. So yeah. what? What's a good? What's What's a good starter pot or what's a good, let me ask that in the most parent question. What's a good starter pot? Well, also I think that it, it varies for the individual. So it, it is like a thing where it has to be, I just have to go test it around and like you well, said, feel, and it sounds like your body, I think Indica is a little more of a body experience. Well, I'm going to get more relaxed. I'm going to promote this and that's mm-hmm. the thing, but it sounds to me like when you find that you're in your body, he freaks out, and you're not in control. You get afraid. That's what I was going to yeah. say. So maybe okay. a sativa would be better for you. It's a head. Yes. And with that, though, that's why I think a hybrid would be but, the best. Yeah, I think that like a hybrid hybrid would probably be the best. And also getting to have someone there. Oh, that definitely will happen next that, time. Yeah, I've that already, loves already you and cares about you yeah. and. It's can, a safe space for for them to be unsafe. That for them to feel unsafe. Yeah, a safe space okay. for them to feel unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, smoking it's also like I said, we're not dealing with edibles, so I think it's a little more you know, you can you can You, you can, can gauge s- your high because it, it hits you sm- faster so you know where you're at. <sighs> yeah. An edible is like and this is the same with drinking, little known fact that people don't know. Um we absorb this stuff through our small intestine more so than in the mouth. So when somebody mm. eats something or drinks, that's why alcohol, you're fine. And then all of a sudden you're not if you've been drinking fast. Interesting. So like, okay. and nobody recognizes that. And that's why it's not bread and stuff that you should be eating. It's protein. So like if you've eaten a lot of protein, mm. you'll absorb the alcohol slower. I, I, yeah. I feel like bread and carbs are for hangovers. Yeah, exactly. Like if you, exactly. that's why they tell you like if you have beer right away, consume water right away for the same, they're all going yes. to the same place. So yes. That, that may, totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, so sativa is the more head high. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's the, yeah. So like, I think that like, I don't know. I think a hybrid though, because like a hybrid and just more mellow because it won't send you on a a mania. It needs to be, I know this is the other thing. It's kind of been, um, I, I took a lot of, a lot of every kind of recreation or every kind of fun I've ever, like the things that normal, normally level me out went during this rebirth, I kind of was slowly reintroducing them because I didn't want to yeah. take any kind of negative reassociation. Yeah. And that period is uh, kind of over enough that I think now I can just, I'm also just open to it. You know, because yeah. that was yeah. the problem before is like not even t- like doing those things yeah. or in any capacity. I like, I remember at one point I just was like, I, I wouldn't even what was what was some of the stuff I was oh like I would just only listen to certain music like kind of what you're talking about that sense memory of yeah I was like okay you know what, I'll just listen to this kind of music to not be uncomfortable or you know it it, it, it was an interesting time period and it was because there were so many things that had happened back to back to back that yeah. it caused you to le- ask questions now, and now yeah. you ask questions right. with everything with why do I always listen to this I'm going to try something different yes. why do I always yeah or even just like I remember I would drive a certain way to get get somewhere mm-hmm. I, I even sometimes changed one block just so it felt different and yeah. that, it is incredible what a world I of love difference that. that makes I love that every time I drive to like because I drive based on like how the fuck I can get there fastest yes so I'm like I'm always looking way ahead if I see 
a light turn red down that way. I know then that one. I know this one's about to turn red. I'm like, boom, turn and left to go north because it's in that direction. Yeah. And then I'm like, this street doesn't have a light across that main intersection, but the next one does. And then I'm just like Ooh. fucking going and playing. That's, yeah. And, and yeah. You, you didn't. I, I don't know because it's like it, it's it's very easy. Even in L.A., it's easy to just take certain routes because you just know that the, even if there's traffic, you can anticipate the time. And if I can help it, I'll, yeah, I've, I've even found myself just changing little, yeah. I think those are the biggest things because everything's about incremental change. Yes. Who are we on time? Yeah. Well, we're, it's going to be a long one. So we got to, we got to wrap this up We can now. wrap it up. Let's do it. Yeah. Eli. Okay. So, um, I, very funny comedian. You guys like tell us, tell people where they can find you. If you have anything that you're promoting um across the board it's at eli olsberg if you look at it on any of the socials that's where i promote wherever i'm appearing if i'm on the road or anything uh i'm I'm in la for now so that's where i post all my la shows um it's also where i post anything i was on i was just recently tv wise i was i have a very brief appearance on just another immigrant on showtime on the first episode so if you watch the first episode about 10 minutes in, you'll see me pop in there. Um, cool. And, um, and I'm just all, I'm all over the place. So yeah, that's, that's a good, cause usually when stuff pops up, I'm, I'm really good about promoting it right when it pops up. But I'm like, hey, if you just find me on social media, yeah, I, I, I don't have any shame on the promo side. Yeah. yeah. So. And so, and if anybody who's interested in astrology, um, mm. is looking for people who are also interested in sh- astrology and humor about astrology, you can look up Eli also. That's right, yeah. yeah. And and I'll promote all the things. What did we talk about? We talked about Jessica Lignato, Shawnee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, CoStar Astrology app. Daily Horoscope app's good. Yeah, I, sweet... you, you told me that one too. I yeah, got it. And that's... it's been, it's, it, for me, it's like a day behind. And that's why Ooh. I feel like since my birthday's December 31st. Yeah. I swear to God, like mentally I feel like tuned in to something. That's a good, it's a good, you know? it's a good sun sign app. Like it's good yeah. for like general horoscope and, um, and then hopefully you guys cross on some of these other astrology pods. Cause I think it would be. Incredible. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I would love to do that. You think sure. this I'm was two hours? Get that. ready for some six hour pod. I know. Right? Amazing. I know. Thank you guys so much for having <laughs> me. This you, was Eli. so Appreciate fun. It. Thank you.